This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. My enemies are many. My equals are none. They fear me like a force of nature, a dealer in thunder and death. I say, I am Emperor. of Lake Erie to the banks of the mighty Cuyahoga River, live from Cleveland, Ohio, USA, from the War Room. This is the Emperor Squad here on First World Productions, VTWProductions.com. I am your host, the Emperor, joined in studio by no one yet. Unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, Highlander's schedule uh, did not allow for him to be here on Sunday. Originally, we had planned on doing this on Friday. Mystic Mim, however, was uh, very wise enough to remind me I had a surprise retirement party that I had to attend for my aunt on Friday night, so we weren't able to do it. We had to scrub that mission. So unfortunately, Heiner will not be able to hear tonight. Baron Von Gosu was going to make an appearance this evening. However, ironically enough, he got called into work on a job he doesn't start until tomorrow. No, I don't know what that entails. But there it is. Variar is being uh, delayed by work. I expect him here in the next 15, 20 minutes. So until then, lucky for you, you have just myself to guide you along your way along the interwebs. Anyways, uh, since we've got some time to kill, I want to bring you up to date on a couple of things involving the show and things that we do. Uh, some people have been asking why the newsletter has been getting smaller and smaller. That is an excellent question. The problem is that, for whatever reason, several of our writers have not been producing on a regular basis. Now, one of those is Highlander, which, is, as we all know, is extremely busy with the uh, science fiction, the World Science Fiction Convention, which is this coming week. In fact, I believe Highlander flies out at the uh, dead of midnight, the crack of dawn, on Tuesday to head to Las Vegas for his role in that convention. He is working it, as you have been hearing uh, the detailed list of things that he'll be doing there as a staffer. So he has not been able to contribute much to that newsletter. I've been doing my damnness. I know Digit and Barry and none left have all been contributing, Voyeur when he has the time. But for whatever reason, it just isn't coming together. We're not getting enough content. So one of the suggestions is that either, A, we look for new writers to try and plug the hole, try to get a little more content involved, a little more material, or, B, we try and find a different alternative to try and string you along. See, when I say string you along, here's what I'm talking about. This show, unfortunately, only airs once a week. 
And if there's one big complaint that I get from everybody is the fact that we can't do more. Now, we could do more shows. The problem is we just don't have the time. So I think I have a bit of a solution, and we're going to give it a try. Last week, I spoke to Gnomewise about this briefly to see if he could set it up for me. And it's pretty doable. Every week, we do the show. I mean, it's pretty obvious that we are not able to get to every single topic that we have on our board, not even remotely close. And we leave some really good ones sitting on the table that we never really address. That being the case, I think I have a solution between what you hear once a week for the show and some of the topics that you really want to get to that you never get to hear our insight or our comments or opinions on. And I know you're just dying to hear what I have to say about everything, right? Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening. Having said that, here's the solution. I'm going to do an audio version of The Word of the Emperor. It's going to be a 10, 15-minute little snippet. Basically, I'm going to take one or two topics and just give my opinion, give a rundown. Uh, think of it as like a, a Emperor's Court in mini. And I'm just going to try and address a couple topics here and there. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to release this, I'm thinking, three times a week. Say, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. It'll be podcast only. Won't be live. There's no point in getting everybody here together to listen to a 10-minute thing live, and then it's done. Now, this has a couple benefits. One, I'm not going to have to edit a whole lot because I'm not going to use any music. I'm not going to use any content I'm not allowed to. All right. And by and large, I pretty much only use what I have a license for or what I can get away with. The rest of it, I kind of dance around. That's why you don't hear things like Metallica or Beatles, stuff like that, because I don't have licenses for that kind of stuff. So I don't have to edit anything. The quality is going to be pretty much what you're hearing now, rather than the reduced quality of the podcast. See, we broadcast in 128 kbps, all right? That's what you get when you listen live. When you get the podcast, it's half of that. It's 64. Because of time or, uh, uh, size restraints. Nobody wants to download a 200-megabyte file, and especially if our show goes long, it can be 250, 300 megabytes. It's just not practical. But doing a 10-minute, 15-minute little audio... It can stay at 120 kbps, so I, it doesn't take any editing. It's real. All I have to do is start the broadcast and stop it. I, I can record it locally, no issue. Run the intro, run my mouth, run the post game. There you have it. Put it in. It's already ready to podcast form. I upload it, no wise post it, and we're good. So the other thing too is what's kind of nice is I can record all sessions in like one day. So I can record 30, 40 minutes of audio in one, you know, in one sitting, and then I've got the entire week's worth done. Now, having said that, you never know what my schedule is going to look like. Just like anybody else, you may have something pop up or something interfere that you never really you know, are able to plan for. So we're going to experiment. I'm going to do this for about a month, and we're going to see. One, we're going to see how the numbers look. If people actually like this, if they download it, if they enjoy it, cool. Two... Can I continue to do it? If I can continue to find topics to talk about, if I can continue to find the time to... Why am I yawning? And uh, I'm yawning out the air in the most unprofessional way possible. To see if I've got the time, I can record it and keep up with it. One thing that, absolutely, that I absolutely despise is not being consistent. As anybody who's listened to the show for more than 10 minutes or more than three shows is aware. So there's that. That's the plan. It's called The Word of the Emperor. It's going to be a little tidbit. It's just to get you through. Yeah, I know it's not a novel idea. There's a lot of people that do something like this. Yeah, it's like, a, yeah, Fred's, it's a short, it's a short Emperor's Court. It's, it's like a, a, an Emperor's Court in mini. And I, essentially the idea is just to give you something to tide you over between shows, something to listen to, something to enjoy. 
and your comments. You know, I, I you know, if you want to email me about those those shows or the topic that I have, that's cool. Do that. I can address those as well. I don't know what the hell Pale Rider's talking about. He's a weatherman. She's an Olympic gymnast. They fight crime in the perfect storm. I don't know what that is, but that's a funny tagline. I would like to see more. Uh, apparently, it's a conversation and going on at IRC that I did not see. Pale Rider also claims that Vyar is a man slut and that he has pictures. I see that. Anyway, uh, uh, Pale Rider and, and crew from the uh, Imperial Guard WoW Guild are in here. Shriggs and Bevo and Joystick and the rest. And i got to give them the plug. Joystick's right. We need more players for the uh, WoW Guild. Things are going very well, but we need more manpower. We need more boots on the ground, as it were. The more people we have, the more people we can kill. Kind of goes that way. Then left IRC, home of distraction. True, true. Manly stuff. A six-minute Empress Court. That could be consistent. Ha 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 ha. Oh, they're just random movie ideas. I do have one movie trailer, and I never, I never put it all together. Um, I even, I think it none left actually helped me find it, or maybe it was just, maybe I did it. I don't remember which. Usually helps you find all kinds of stuff. I had a movie trailer, an audio trailer I was putting together for uh, the Boondock Saints and Twilight. That was absolutely hysterical the way I had it bulleted out, and I never finished it. And I really need to. There are so many great ideas I have, and I never find the time to see them to fruition. Speaking of awesome ideas, first, let me get the info out here so you guys can join us. And I see IRC is packed tonight. I like to see this. This is great. Because later tonight we have the Facebook face-off. That should be entertaining. Especially with this many people. Sorry, no Baron Blitz. He is not here tonight. But here's the info for, uh, for IRC and all that before I get on to the next idea. Here's how you can get in touch with the guys. Send an email to them at emperor1g at cox.net or join us in IRC at irc.quakenet.org in channel VTW. Anyways, for the WoW Guild, if you have any interest, join us at clan1g.net, the home of Clan Imperial Guard. You can also find us on Coilfang. That's the U.S. server side, Coilfang. We are playing Horde. It's a PvP server, so come ready to fight. Ah, Dara has Darahas, D A R A H A S, Darahas. I would love to be in the guild, but I don't meet the 1G age requirements. This is true. If you are a prospective uh, recruit for the clan, we have an age requirement. You must be 18 or over. We don't admit you. No offense. I'm sure there are some mature, nice children out there. I've yet to meet them, but I'm sure they exist. So, no. Sam, I'd rather see a 15-minute Word of the Emperor. Intro, two or three topics, shout-downs rather than shout-outs, and what he learned. Well, essentially, that's what it's going to be. You know, I, I don't have any segments planned for this. It's just a topic, my opinions, and there you go. I'll probably you know, yell at some stuff, make some you know, stupid, ignorant, you know, broad-stroke brushing, and, and you know, I hate all these people, this is a stupid idea, and here's why, without ever giving a better solution to the problem. Because that takes effort that I'm not just willing to give. What kind of guild is Imperial Guard? Well, it's not a guild, it's a clan. I see Umamore has joined us. I haven't seen her around in a while. By the way, Umamore, that's a good point since you are allegedly a woman. I actually happen to know she is because I talked to her, but 
Let's see if this goes. Uh, there has been a trend that was set a couple weeks ago with the various women listeners of the show sending in bra shots of themselves to prove that they are, in fact, women. Hintity, hint, hint. I hope she's of age. Otherwise, I'm going to jail. Anyhow, so that's essentially, that's essentially what the idea is for the word of the emperor. Now, for the Facebook face-off, um, we're almost as discriminatory as the Philly curfew. Oh, oh boo-hoo, Philadelphia's got a curfew. Well, stop having black flash mobs beating on white people, and it wouldn't be a problem. There we go. Clan sounds better. Well, a clan plays more than one game. A guild's pretty much stuck to one thing. So. I, li- I, li- <laughs> I like that one, Bill Right? He's a retired cop. She's a mermaid with a grudge. They fight crime in fish in a barrel. <laughs> yes, I believe she did start that weird thing. Weird thing. Yeah, it was really weird. So I have an, uh, I have an idea for the Facebook face-off. And I think we can make it happen. Maybe. What I'm thinking about doing is having the various candidates to join the Iron Friends list. Because every week we do the Facebook face-off where people who want to be Facebook friends with the Emperor's Court are voted either in or down in kind of some weird, gruesome uh, reality show-type-esque thing here in IRC. Where the IRC crowd gets together after seeing the links, the pictures, and hearing our descriptions, as to whether or not to let various people in to the Facebook friends. What I'm thinking about doing is having them call the show on Skype and giving them like two minutes to plead their case as to whether or not they should be in the Iron Friends list. And then we'll have everybody vote. We'll give our opinions, maybe we'll buzz them out, things, stuff like that. What do you think? I, I, I think it could have, it could give some very good radio. Or it could be an absolute train wreck. Either way, it should be a hell of a ride. So there you go. Winora says, it's weird only when you get to see them. I'm guessing Winora never gets to see them. (laughs) And beats them with Nerf bats. Again, they keep doing with... IRC is kind of running their own little game show here where they're picking up they're trying to think of weird taglines and cool movie names to go with them. And some of them are actually pretty funny. Get Skype down. I've got Skype. That's not the problem. I need audio, virtual audio cables. And unfortunately, that takes a little bit of a, a work here with my system. Something Gnomewise has to kind of walk me through. And, and my, unfortunately, my schedule has not been permissive for that. So we'll get to that. Anyways, we have a bunch of topics tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Just waiting for Varyar to get here. We've got... South African cops make the first ever raid of a PlayStation 3 jailbreak operation. Google and Microsoft patent slap fight continues. So that's, that is an ongoing story we've had before, I believe. Bored 10-year-old girl hacker finds zero-day exploit in iOS and Android games. Um, I don't think this is the same chick that was able to hack into Farmville, but we'll see. Blizzard, surprised with the reaction to online, uh, the online-only Diablo 3. Now, I know we covered this last week. And that they were surprised by the reaction that they got. But apparently they've had a response to their response. I just want to go into this a little more in depth because a lot of people have been weighing in on this. And I know Penny Arcade actually addressed earlier in the week too. And Tycho and Gabe are the opinion that it's not going to matter. And from Blizzard's point of view, it doesn't make a lick of difference. Because you're going to buy the game. Whether you want to or not, whether you're going to sit there and say, I won't buy the game. Chances are good you're going to go and buy it. Which is a shame. 
because I think the game companies are never going to change unless we take a stand first. We'll get okay. Hang on, I'm getting ahead of myself. We'll get to that a little later on. Uh, we're going to talk about this Steam trading beta that's open that was sent in by one of our listeners about being able to trade items in game or even games themselves. Get to that. 27 fake Apple stores discovered in China. Not surprised. The Rainbow Connection. I got this one. I sent it. Apparently, for those who know what Sesame Street is, there is an online push underway on Facebook as well as some play, uh, couple other couple other websites to get Bert and Ernie to have a homosexual wedding or a union on Sesame Street. Now, this is not the first time someone's brought it up, but it is the first time they're trying to get a huge online petition underway. Next, criminals use crossbow and zipline to smuggle Apple tech, also in China. Jesus Christ, I was telling none left, we need our own sounder just for China, because it's kind of like Florida. Every weird, stupid story you hear about comes out of that place. It's really odd. Let's see what else I got from the mailbag that was sent in. Da, 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 da. By the way, if you want to get into the mailbag, it's emperor1gacox.net. Make sure you send it in. We're going to get to it in the second part of the hour. I think we'll have to take at least half an hour for Wernora's story from last week. Christ, I think it was huge. It's like two pages. And I never heard, no one ever told me, how well did the, um, did the best of go while we were on vacation in uh, Baltimore? Yes, also, I forgot the Kim Jong-il goldmine racket. We did not get to also last week. We say that over for this week. But I'm curious to find... None left. Uh, you're the one who actually... Oh, no. Sorry for the inconvenience. There's an error. It looks like it doesn't exist. So Game Informer had some kind of story about Kim Jong-il. Oh, I'm sorry. That's why. I, I highlighted it incorrectly. Host failure. Wah, wah. Boy, I hope Varyar gets here soon because I left this beer outside so it'll get warm as punishment for being late. All right. North Korea's Kim Jong-il is running MMO gold farming racket. Bad enough the Chinese are involved, but now you got the North Koreans. What if it's like some kind of weird Asian fetish for them? It's like you can't get gold in real life, so you're going to be badasses in the online world apparently. Apparently, nobody in North Korea can actually buy any food because they don't have any money. But by God, they can buy the best gear in World of Warcraft. <laughs> I'm just reading up on IRC. Scrub Puppy says, yeah, apparently they can't accept that Bert and Ernie are just two guys that can be friends and not be gay. Well, I tell you what, if by theory they're saying that because they have their own apartment, they live together, and they're, they're gay, well, then that pretty much you know casts aspersions on anybody who's like renting a house or an apartment with their buddies or buddy. You are now all gay. Varyar probably speeded and is being booked as we speak. <laughs> Or is booking it as we speak. I see. Hey, a woman went into labor during the Skyrim presentation at QuakeCon last week. Why are you not covering that, says Deuce? I have not gotten any. What it was? Okay, here it is. He actually sent me the presentation. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll go into this one right now. I've never actually been to QuakeCon. Being the big Quake player that I am, you think I would have. Uh, this is from GameInformer.com. Uh, let's see. Woman goes into labor during Skyrim presentation. Wow, apparently it was so awesome she just had to get rid of her kid right then and there. The father-to-be contacted Game Informer with more QuakeCon-related details. 
of how he and his fiance ended up in a Skyrim demo while she went into labor. Okay, here's a pro tip, ladies and gentlemen, especially for you dudes out there. If your significant other happens to be female and is on the verge of popping what is to be a child, perhaps going to a game convention is not the best of ideas. If you are this far along and you know that's a possibility, yeah, might want to stay home and skip the con this year. The Lovestruck Gamers that engaged last year at Quake... Okay, wow. The Lovestruck Gamers got engaged last year at QuakeCon 2010. Okay, you just know these two are just are just cruising for their own pictorial on, like, I, I don't know, Housewarmers Magazine. You just know. You could just, in your mind's eye as you were hearing this, you're thinking... God smacked him with an ugly stick and then wasn't happy enough with that and smite them anyways. Because you just know, if you're getting engaged at QuakeCon, you're probably not the most attractive troll in the world. Varyar says, speeding yes and arrest no. So not only is he speeding, but he apparently he's also texting me while he drives, while he's listening to this show. Truly, ladies and gentlemen, he is an example of what not to do ever. <laughs> All right. Not the best of ideas. Your kid gets to say, I was born at QuakeCon. That'll get him the trim. Oh, man. Ladies' legs will just be spreading left and right for that guy. He's like, hey, bitch, did you know I got born at QuakeCon? Oh, take me now, you stud. Yes, I, I... Oh, I've always wanted to meet a man who was born at a gaming convention. What? Your parents got engaged there? Truly, it's a match made in heaven. I don't think so. During the demo, Todd Howard showed off the Frost Dragon. This is what started the whole thing. Seeing this must have filled Stevie with so much excitement that it sent her into labor, explains Chaz. Who's the gentleman? Apparently Chaz is the guy and Stevie is the chick. And I use that loosely because it's Stevie. I didn't know that Stevie was a woman's name. And I maybe post-operation it is. Leaf, fucking epic on your part, Varyar. Nice. Dude says, that panel was so fucking full, I tried getting in, but it was full, and the fire marshal was turning people away. Your female voice is pretty good, Emp. Thank you. Thank you. I, I practiced that, actually. Sounds a lot like Mim, doesn't it? Go take out the trash! Actually, she takes out the trash. True story. I do everything else, but she does that. Most of the time. You might be asking yourself why the couple didn't bolt for the hospital at the first sign of labor, but Chaz says they initially thought it could have been a false labor. So they waited to see if the contractions continued, which they did. Chaz says stayed for the rest of the demo because she is a trooper and loves Skyrim. Fucking A, man. You're going into labor, and you want to see the demo for some game of, that's going to be mediocre at best. That's Elder Scrolls, I believe. Five, I think. Uh, I think. I'll have to look it up. You're going to actually stay... Wow. What happens if you get to the hospital and you find out your kid has been asphyxiated by like the umbilical cord and died and could have been saved had you left the Elder Scrolls demo, the trailer, so you could make it to the hospital? What do you tell the doctors? Um, sorry, Doc. I had to see Elder Scrolls Five. Going to name my kid Elder. Wow. Somebody needs to call child service on this bitch. The original story is uh, 
and goes on to say it's possible because a pair of engaged diehard gamers sat through the entirety of a QuakeCon 2011 presentation for the Elder Scroll V Skyrim as the pregnant woman went into labor. Whatever the case, we at Game Informers tip our hats to Chaz and Stevie's dedication. That's a dude, period. Not even impending birth could keep the couple from missing out on an exclusive glimpse into the world of Tamriel. The duo, soon to be trio, is currently en route to a hospital, and we wish them the best. So apparently they gave... Are you sitting shitting me? They gave the best of luck... Okay, all right. And now Varyar has walked in. With no cuffs. Nope. He didn't die. Nope. I made a good run at it, though. Did you? I did. I'll adjust your mic. I like a bitch. <laughs> That's all I completely forgot about that. It has been raining. Oh, except it's awful. very heavy here in, in Cleveland all day. Dude, if I was in a DeLorean at multiple points, I would have gone back in time. Hang on. This one right here will uh, tighten that up, I think. Nice. Thank you. Did you bring your headphones? Uh, no, because I... No time. Headphones to your right on the table. Plug them in. You're a good man. Yes, I am. So Varyar is here. But apparently they named their kid Atari Lynn. Yep, Atari. We couldn't make this stuff up. They actually named the kid Atari. Well, you know what? If, if you're going to go this far, if you're going to wait to give birth to your child after the trailer's done playing, then you might as well go. What the hell is her middle name? It's like Nintendo Wii. It's like Atari <laughs> Wii Xbox Chavez, whatever the hell her name is. So, Varyar. Yes, sir. Glad you could make it. Yeah. What the hell happened? Uh, retail hell. All right, ladies and gentlemen, what not to do? If a store closes at 5, don't show up at 4.45 wanting a large purchase. I like haggling as much as the next person. If I give you my best price and you're still arguing 30 minutes later, you're fucking wrong, and I'm taking the deal away. That's what happened. <laughs> That's... They said, take it or leave it, and they said, well, give me something less. And you oh, said, my God. No. Dude, this lady walks in, and here's first sign of trouble. I introduce myself to him. Hi, I'm Matt. Is there <laughs> Varyar? Fourth wall! Hi, I'm Varyar, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. You know, uh, what can I help you with today? Oh, blah, blah, blah. I can't remember the lady's like, this is my son, Chooch. What? Ch- so, your name Chooch? <laughs> your kid's name is Chooch? Get out. Okay, we have a, we have a, uh, a winner here, uh, somebody who's just left the fr- in front of the Atari kid. So go oh, ahead. good God. So Ch- these Chooch. people... Chooch, <laughs> yes, Chooch is fucking like six foot five and three hundred and twenty pounds. I take it back. He's that's a great name. He's huge. He's this giant black kid with full on like it's half afro, half cornrows. I'm not sure what they were going for. No idea. <laughs> They're looking at weight benches. All right, and the lady's like, I got a forty dollar bench yesterday. Well, I have, I don't have any of those. I, I don't know what to tell you. You want another one? I don't know why. Don't know what to tell you. Right. So she's looking at an $80 bench, and she's asking me if I can make it $40. No. No, I can't. Finally, to get her out of the store, because it's already 5.15, and I'm already getting nervous. Right. You know, because it's a 45-minute drive for me to get here, normally, when I don't speed. Although, this (laughs) week, I have continued my unbroken string of traffic violations. So... Speeding, texting, hydroplaning. Oh, I got got the phone up to my ear so I can listen to the show because my headphones are at home. Going about 80 (laughs) miles on rain slick turnpike. Now, that's dedication, folks. Next time you think, oh, you know what? I don't want to listen to the show. I got something going on. Bullshit. (laughs) This guy (laughs) risks life and limb to be here. I was moving. Life and liberty. But, uh, yeah. So, at 5.15, I just want him gone. So I'm like, look, I'll give you the bench for sixty. I'll take ten dollars off a, uh, a seven foot Olympic weight bar for you. Okay, that's I'm, pretty, I'm thinking that's, I'm, pretty that's a pretty good deal. Yeah. She's like, is that your manager over there? I'm like, 
Yeah. That's oh, they gave, look, this ain't a car uh, dealership, bitch. You take it or you it. don't. Right. Well, she's a, she goes, well, that's a pretty good offer, but I'm going to try. And I'm like, God damn it. So she walks over. I'm thinking Ed's going to shut her down in five minutes, which he does. I mean, to his credit, he he had places to be, too. Right. You know, okay. lady walks over and she, he's like, ah, well, you know, that is the best we can do on this. Well, I got one for 40. Well, it was shit. I don't know what to tell you, lady. It's a different price. The price is the price. I'm giving you 25% off just because you're pissing me off now. So he's stuck over there. 530 rolls along. Mm. Now I'm getting mad. Eddie's blood pressure is going up. He's got this vein <laughs> on his forehead. You can tell he's getting pissed. Yeah. Lady, I mean, the simplest things had to be explained. So finally, it's and here's the best part. At about 5.50, she looks at her watch and goes, oh, well, we better hurry up. They've been closed for about 10, 15 minutes. What fucking store closes at 5.35 or 5.40? Are you kidding me? Eddie looks at her and goes, no, we've been closed for about an hour. So naturally, instead of buying the item, and the natural response is, oh, well, we'll come back tomorrow. Oh, you wow. you got to be kidding sale. me, you fucking bitch. Even if she'd bought it, <laughs> even if she'd bought it, we right. would have lost money staying open the hour to get this bitch done and taken care of. Wow. She bought nothing and left. There's no deal for her tomorrow. So you're telling me uh, Cooch here didn't buy one or Chooch with the fucking Chooch, famous? yeah. Chooch ended yeah, up I'm with sure no got, bench. Right. Uh, look, if that kid was like 5'8", he would be mercilessly teased. Oh, yeah. Maybe he's 6'5 and oh, yeah. pounds. You know, oh, he's man. a giant fat kid, so I'm sure he's merciless. It's not like he's 6'5", six, as as he like 320 built. He's 6'5", 320 with bigger tits than most of the women I've seen with <laughs> boob implants. It's ridiculous. I still wouldn't want him to catch me, but all right. Uh, God. Oh, I was so mad. I was so pissed. I like this one with Pale Rider. He had to leave to go have dinner with his grandmother, but I like this. Uh, he's Again, they're doing the... They're just making weird movie taglines. He's like, I'll leave you with this. He's a drag queen. She's an arsonist with a heart of gold. Together they fight crime in Flamer. <laughs> I like that. Little Rex says, fuck Varyar. I actually planned my flight from Canada around catching the show. Uh, well, uh, you know what? That might top it. That, that's, that's pretty awesome. I On like the, that. Yeah, that is, that is awesome. Now, to that point, um, actually, I got a bit of hate mail that was sent along. It was sent to, uh, oddly enough, the one of my old um, accounts, email accounts, not the new one. So I had to forward them to myself. Uh, but, yeah, it, it actually kind of addresses that fact. We'll get to that a little later on. Um, so, yeah. I don't get hate mail very often. When we do, you know, I like to read it. I mean, that's kind of interesting. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I know, I know some people around here will delete any hate mail or criticism mail they get. They will not read it on the air. Not so here. Well, most hate mail involves you reading it and then us immediately making fun of whoever sent it. Correct. This one actually has some thought behind it. And I, of course, I don't necessarily agree with, with where they're going with it. Still, I will go ahead and honor it and read it. Varyar, make a sign saying, we have the right to refuse service to anyone. And when she pulls the race card, point to the sign and explain what it means. Right, because Varyar here is always the calm and rational person <laughs> to explain race to. Oh, no, well, it, right. it's funny, because I am a giant asshole. I think we both can agree on that. Yes. But well. <laughs> in the store, within the store, I play the role of the nice, polite salesman, and I'm actually very good at it. Even though in the back of my brain, 90% of the people that come in, all I want to do is stab them in, in the eye with a pen. I'm very polite to them. They're, they're always, they always leave, and they have no idea how much I hate them. <laughs> How much I listen. The customer's always right is bullshit. The customer is ninety percent of the time wrong and almost always an asshole. Well, and unfortunately, I, I'm not sure how this is outside the United States, but we have 
an expectation of entitlement as customers when we go into oh, a business, yeah. that they should have been over backwards. And you know what? In their defense, me being one as a customer sometimes as well, a lot of the companies you go to are the most inept, incompetent morons. Well, that's true. But I you mean, I, okay. you know this store. You yeah, know yes, what, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We bend over backwards all the time. If right, you show up, if we close at 8 and you show up at 8.05 and you need something, you're We'll let you in. We'll take care of you. These people, we didn't say word one to about the fact that we both had places to be. You know, get the fuck out. Do you think, like, for example, a big box store like Best Buy or Dick's Sporting Goods or Target? No. Nope. They don't give a shit. Nope. It's five minutes to closing. Yeah, get yeah. the fuck out. I mean, that's basically what they're telling you. We go out of our way, and I have no problem doing it. But people take advantage. Fuck those people. There is a line beyond which I don't have to be nice to you anymore. Barry says, for me, that sale would have been 10 seconds. Chooch, serious, get the fuck out. Yes, and then he would have smothered you and you would have died. The guy was 300 pounds at six foot five. You know, I could probably dance around him and run away, but I'm not about to try and take that on without you know, a machete or a bat or a well, gun. He was very top-heavy. I'm going for the legs if i got to go against Chooch. I demand you post a person's email. And I do not post people's emails, as you are well aware. By the way, in the headphones, could you hear me just fine? Yeah. I cannot hear myself. It's very aggravating. I don't know why. Hmm. Anyways, um, bu- 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 so how's the rest of your week? Uh, same old, same old house stuff, video Punched games, in the fart box. There you go. See, that's what you should have said. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, I could have gone with that one. Although I have a new one. I'm actually waiting to, to try out once I get my headphones back for online really? play. Yeah. You're, you're now writing down. I've, I can't I, wait to hear these. Comebacks. Oh my God. I've got such good insults. Yeah. The next no. time an online douchebag. It's on, I actually, yeah. have you ever uh, seen the TV show Wilfred? It's on FX. No. Really fucking weird. All right, it's um, oh, is that the one with the dog? Yes, yeah, it's a guy dressed up as a dog, but he's a dog. Right, else. yeah, okay. A lot of FX shows are good, so I decided to give this a chance. And me and my roommate were. Oh, by the way, according to the Burton Ernie story, I'm a homo. So because I have a roommate, but um, anyway, so we're sitting there and we're trying to find something to watch. We're bored, and we see Wilfred. We watch. That's too easy. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I know. I was waiting for something, but you I, never jumped. I in. like. Yeah, yeah. I, I left the door wide open for you. But the um, door, I know. Go ahead. Well, yeah. But we watched the first episode, and the first episode, we're thinking it's the funniest goddamn thing ever. By the end of the second episode, this is retarded. That, you know, it's, okay. you know, it's one of those. But at one point during the show, uh, the dog uses the line "knuckle bust your anal cavity." So I'm I'm waiting to I'm I'm waiting for the perfect opportunity to pull that one out. I'm adding it to my what? repertoire. Yes. But. The knuckle buster anal cavity. No, knuckle buster anal cavity. It's uh, Elijah Wood is talking about like this girlfriend that he used to have and how he broke up with her, you know, because she wanted to put a finger in his ass during sex or something weird, like some crazy nonsense like that. And the dogs said, I can't honestly remember the exact line, but something along the lines of, if that's why you broke up with her, you're an idiot. Someone wanting to give you the gift of knuckle busting your anal cavity is a beautiful thing or something like that. It was, <laughs> it was a funny line, and I'm, I'm looking forward to using that. But I okay. He is an award-winning podcaster who has lost his memory. She is a junkie just looking for a fix. They team up and hunt down some coke in the Emperor's Snort. We need to make some of these. I think. I think so too. Have they been? I mean, I have been like on, this all day. Uh, I hopped on IRC while I was at work yeah. on my phone, and I was looking. They were doing them there. Have they been doing this all day? Well, I mean, since the show started uh, during Actually Hardcore, it was kind of a uh, more. Um, subdued crowd although there was a lot of people here oh. and then when the show started where we were playing music it started going and i, I think pale rider started and everybody's kind of jumped on and now everybody's got a new funny th- i gotta tell you though 
A lot of the ideas here are far more entertaining than most of the shit that Hollywood's been spewing out for 10 years. Yeah. Or rather, see some of the stuff that they're posting here, as weird as it is, as opposed to, what? what is this? Someone make one with a bank robber and a dolphin? He's a hypothermal dolphin? What the what hell? The, what the fuck is a hyperthermal dolphin? I don't know. Dolphin with a fever. I, okay. She's a bank robber. Together, they break the laws in Steam Vault. Okay. Uh, I, think we're, I think we're grasping at straws here. I do believe so. I Thank you, Missing. The end. Pale Rider started in during Casually Hardcore. So oh. there you go. And it's just been kind of going on since then. I, know. I actually caught the end of Casually Hardcore. Did you? Yeah, when I was leaving the store, I turned on the, turned on the stream. I wasn't sure exactly when you were starting. Did I ask what you thought? Of Casually Hardcore? Well, yeah. I mean, I heard the last five minutes. It seemed okay. I haven't heard any content or anything from them. Last thing I heard, or what I heard, was basically them talking about some 10-year-old girl who learned how to fast-forward time in some, like, Zynga game or something. Actually, that might be one of the ones we're getting to. Uh, I I do know... What is this? About? Okay. Wow. Okay. Hi, Emp. So there you go. If people are curious what you look like. Make me purr. Mm. But, um, yeah, we did one of the stories last week where the, the 10-year-old girl hacked into Farmville or whatever to speed up time for Farmville. Right. I wonder if that's probably the same thing. I think it's that's what the they were talking person. about, yeah. She, uh, she debuted it out at, like, DEF CON. Yeah, that's what they're talking about, because I yeah. believe uh, Noise's wife was at DEF CON, so. God, there's a convention for everything. There's, like, a convention every other freaking day. Yeah. When yeah. Oris says he's mad at Noise, he didn't read shout-outs. Well, write a letter. <laughs> All right, I like that one, Scrub Puppy. That's funny. He's a Marine working in retail. She is an entrepreneurial baker. Fire stars in Semper Pie. <laughs> <laughs> that's clever. Right. That's clever. <laughs> that's pretty good. We have quite a few military types listing. I know Scrub Puppy is in the service. I believe Uma Moore is actually, she's in ROTC. I nice. think she's Air Force. Uh. I think, I think. Zoomy. Anyways, um, what did I do this week? Oh, it's been a busy weekend. And nothing really, you know, like I said, Friday night, I kind of got uh, sidetracked. I had to go to this party, which was boring as shit. And it's one of those where you got like two, three hundred people into this tiny, it's like, it's up at Razzles. You ever been to Razzles? No. Okay. Uh, it's a bar and grill, and they've got a, a party room, or like a, it's a party cafe, and it's a private party for this. There's so many damn people plugged into this thing, you can't hear yourself think, let alone talk. Especially with someone like me who's hard of hearing. Then he mix in the fact that you don't know three quarters of the people. Me, I'm not a drinker. Mystic Mim didn't want to have anything to drink because she doesn't know anybody there, I mean, other than our extended family and what have you, and that's fine. But everybody starts bailing at 9 o'clock, I'm thinking, what a waste of a fucking night. Everyone starts leaving at yeah, 9? Yeah, yeah. Damn. No, no. Our, our parts of the family started leaving at 9. They were there until the wee hours of the morning because, you know, it's what they do. My, you know, my aunt and my uncle and all them are, are big drinkers. I, you know, I just, it, right. it, it wasn't my scene, and, and I didn't really want to be there. But, unfortunately, it's family, so we had to go. Then yesterday, I spent um, a good chunk of the day at Baron Von Gose's graduation. He graduated yesterday from, or at least he walked, for uh, his master's in psychology Very at cool. Akron University. So I was there and did that. I came back um, and didn't do a whole lot of anything. I played some StarCraft Risk. Oh, I had some epic games last night. I had this one. Talk about a come-from-behind win. I got backstabbed twice. I, that, was, that was a theme last night. I was getting backstabbed left and right. I hated that. Anyways, so you know you've played Risk before, right? The board game? Yeah, Okay. Of course. It's essentially the same thing except it's in the StarCraft universe. Right. And it's all of Europe, uh, most of Russia, the Crimean, North Africa, and then it goes all the way to like Greenland and Svalbard, Iceland, etc. 
Iced off the Low Countries. I've got Denmark, the Low Countries, and Germany. All right, that's where I, that's where I, I collect my countries. Yeah. Now I've been on a tear, a big winning streak. Now this is a twelve man free for all, so you don't win a whole lot. And I'm going for my fiftieth win. And I get I'm I'm fighting this one guy in Denmark who's trying to evade from Norway. So I, I beat him back and I get invaded through Germany from Poland. I'm like, fuck. So this one guy had his name was Kim Jong Skill. <laughs> I like the name. Yeah. It's a fat fuck, but I like the name. So it's Kim Jong Skill. Oh and he whispers me, like, don't worry. I'll save you. Because at this point, I've loaded up all my transports, and I went to, because this guy has got Scandinavia, he's got England. So the guy I'm fighting, I'm like, I'm pissed. So when he's not paying attention, I send transports to all, in, in this game, in order to get the income from a country, just like in the board game, you must control every single city or base in right. that country. You only need to control one base to prevent them from getting the money. So I made five transports, I sent them to four, uh, four different countries. And landed on different bases and, and deprived them of his money. Oh, that's just a giant fuck you. Yes, it is. And I starved him out. And it was winning. And then I look, Germany's gone. Denmark's gone. I'm like, shit. <laughs> so this, this ally vine, uh, what game is it describing? It's a mod for uh, StarCraft 2 called uh, Risk. It's primarily the only thing I can really play anymore. Uh, it's not, it doesn't have a whole lot of um, pressure on my wrist. So it's actually, uh, it's okay. I can play it for a little while. Anyway, so I'm like, this guy wishes me, don't, don't worry about it. I'll kick him out of Germany, and you can have your land back, which is a pretty nice thing. It doesn't really happen a whole lot. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I set up shop. I conquer Ireland, England. I go to Iceland, go to Greenland, and I start conquering the islands. I've got Scandinavia. I'm still pissed. So this guy, he kicks the other guy out of Germany and then progresses to take my Denmark, my Belgium, my Netherlands. What an asshole. Don't worry, man. I'm protecting you. He's taking income from me while I'm fighting... Another color. I'm fighting, I think it was uh, blue, and then I fought black. It was yellow. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, fuck. So then it comes down to like three, four players, all right? There's the yellow player, Kim Jong-Skill. He controls like uh, uh, France, Germany, all the Middle Eastern, Central Eastern countries, uh, European East, uh, Central Europe, um, like Poland, then up through you know, the Baltics. Okay. The other guy controls all of the North Africa, the Middle East, Turkey, all the way through you know, Southeast uh, Europe and Russia. So there's a big climactic you know, showdown coming here in Poland. Now, at this point, I've loaded up about 300 troops onto transports. My army's big, and I am pissed, and I know that I can really gut this fuck. So I tell him, you know, I whisper him, like, you know, or I actually said it in plain shit. I'm like, you know, for a guy who's supposed to be my ally, I find it very odd that you take my countries from me when I'm in the middle of fighting another player. So I'd like an apology, and I would like back Denmark, Germany, Belgium, and Netherlands. And he's, he's in the middle of fighting the Teal player, and they're fighting it out in, like, uh, uh, Serbia and Bosnia and all that area. That's like, never been a war ground before. No, never, never. Yeah. So, you know, the tripping over the bodies are already there. And he's like, yeah, sure, not a problem. Just let me keep these countries to use the income against Teal. Like, uh, nah, that's not going to fly because you didn't let me have those countries when I fought, you know, Black. And on top of that, you had no business invading them in the first place. Yeah, I give him points for balls, though. Oh, I mean, yeah. he, he tried to string you along for a good sure long did. time. One problem. Never leave your rear unguarded. There was not, other than garrisons, not one single soldier in Germany, in France, in Italy, nice. Switzerland, nowhere. So here come the English. It's, you know, Operation <laughs> Overlord all over again. I land these troops, and it was just steamrolled. Within two turns, I'm at the border of Poland, marching into through Poland into Czechoslovakia. This guy gets pissed and he leaves. Well, the other guy sees me coming because now I got all this income and I'm just pumping out tanks and troops. He's like, "Fuck this!" and he leaves. Oh, that's 
Bullshit. So now I've got maybe a quarter of the world. There's three other players, really small ones, and they're licking their chops thinking, you know, they can grab as much of the land now as they can because these players left. Well, I got momentum. I got troops in the field. Yeah, you're rolling. I'm taking shit left and right. I'm coming out of Finland, into Russia, going to the Baltics. I've got everything. Full-on Blitzkrieg style. Right, within fi- and that's what happens. Within five turns, I've got three-quarters of the world. So I got all these tanks lined up in the Pyrenees in southern France going into Spain. The last guy who's still in the game. GG Ep leaves the game. Uh, this was an hour and a half epic struggle where I went from nothing to everything got my win. I'm not complaining. I got the win, and it actually it's ranked. Oh, that's and awesome. The more points you get, you unlock certain things. Like uh, instead of your normal Marines, I've got like Zerg Marines. Instead of like you know the Marauders, the rocket launcher, they're gold colored. So it's pretty cool. Now, does that come with you know like actual? bonuses to the unit or is it no, just kind of like it's just superficial stuff okay yeah aesthetic uh, you couldn't do that no i agree is, if you give somebody uh, you know a bonus in anything oh fuck i mean it's it's a steamroll so may his empire last a thousand years <laughs> or a thousand turns whichever the case may be funny how poland is in the middle of the shit storm poor poland amp was white fighting black and blue then brown started selling drugs to the white peons hmm. way to go joystick he's mexican by the way so I'm not really sure what that would be. Tan? Oh, Man. I get it. That took a second. Yeah. Nah. There you go. I'm slow. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I like stories with happy endings. Then you'd love Old Yeller. <laughs> that has an epic ending. You I was going to say I'd tell him about my visit to the massage parlor, but, you know. That's not a happy ending any of us needed to hear. <laughs> Especially after hearing about your revelation of coming out of the closet with your... Burn Ernie type of renting partners, including your brother, I might add. That is a, that is that's a good wrong point. on two levels. It's not incest; it's wincest. Too much for you? Oh, <laughs> it was too much like ten minutes ago. So, actually, I have something for you, Var. I want to see if you can uh, close your eyes or turn it oh, okay. away. I want to see if you can. I'm gonna I'm gonna actually mute this. I'm gonna play a little clip, and I want you to tell me. Don't look at the screen. I want you to tell me what this is or who this is. Okay, ready? Go. Garrettson just blew a foul on DeBusher. Look at DeBusher go. Give him a tee. Where's the technical foul? Come on, Garrettson, blow the tee. He wouldn't blow a technical foul if DeBusher had a shotgun on him. All right. Now, who is that? You should know this. I feel like I should know this. (laughs) Yes, you should. I have no idea. Would you like an extra hint? Yes. All right, let's see. Uh, let's see if I can find one here, real quick. Uh, something a little more recent. Let's try this one. All right, let's see if it play. All right, so be quiet. Ready? Here we go. I still got nothing. Wow, I know I know suck. this. I know I should know this. This is Joe Tate, voice of the Cleveland Cavaliers. That's right. Yeah, I actually I found a sound a soundboard. One of my uh, uh, radio broadcasting heroes, but Joe Tate actually retired after thirty some years with the Cleveland Cavaliers last season. Anyways, I found a soundboard with a bunch of really cool uh, sound bites. Some of his best calls when he was a broadcaster. Now, unfortunately. Some of the ones I really want, I cannot get because the soundboard doesn't give you the option of downloading them. So I don't know if there's a way to do it. Perhaps people in IRC can figure it out. I'm going to go ahead and post an IRC. If anybody can figure out a way 
to get in there, here's the article of the archive. Um, basically, what I want is you'll see all of these different push buttons here for the various sayings from Mr. Tate. I'd like to get some of these downloaded, but I, I don't. Again, I don't know if I can because it doesn't give you the option. Now, I did find at uh, what is this NBA.com Cavaliers Tate's greatest calls, and there's some of them in here that are really good. One that I really want is the one for Christmas, and I can't get it because the link goes back to ClevelandCavaliers.com, and I believe that's deliberate because that's probably Probably one of his most popular calls. In fact, I'll play it for you here, Varyar, so you can hear it. I feel very privileged. You should. This is probably one of the most famous calls in Cleveland sports. So I don't know if anybody else can hear it, but we're going to play it here. There you go. All right, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's when, that's a good one. Yeah, that was Craig Elo against the Jazz. Oh, the guy just had some really great ones. Yes, uh, Virginia, there is a Santa Claus. And he comes from Lubbock, Texas. Again, one of those I like famous it. ones. Yeah. I like it. Folks, we want to get on the mailbag. Emperor One Gia Cox and it coming in the second part of the hour. Or sorry, second hour. It's already a quarter after. We're gonna go a little longer only because we started a little late. Uh can't just can't you just record them in the show and then cut them out? Well, it's you push the button and it just plays with my headphones. I'm not really sure how to record that. It doesn't record over the show. You can't hear it. Right. You're not going to hear it because we heard it. Anyways, Vary, all these different topics, too, we have to get to. But uh, let's start off here. From Kotaku.com, you can go ahead with this one, as I've been talking quite a bit. South African cops make first ever raid of PlayStation 3 jailbreak operation. Which I didn't really know was possible to break the, the PlayStation 3. I thought they fixed that. But go ahead. I thought they did. T- okay. Uh, in what is believed to be the world's first ever arrest in connection with circumventing a video game console security, South African authorities raided a jailbreaking operation in Johannesburg, sending one man to jail and confiscating all kinds of hardware and software that the outfit had used. The Commercial Crime Unit of the South African Police Service carried out the raid on Tuesday, according to a police news release, which noted that jailbreak devices are used to circumvent the security features on PlayStation 3 consoles to facilitate the playing of pirated PS3 games. Various state-of-the-art computers, circumvention software packages, jailbreak USB devices, PS3 consoles, and hard drives were seized, the release said. In addition, fake PS2 games, original PS3 games, believed to be used as masters and documentation, were seized. Fake PlayStation 2 games? That would be kind of cool. I don't know how the hell you do it, but... I don't know. Huh. So South Africa has 60 murders a day with a 5% prosecution rate, and they choose to go for the easy targets. I was reading some of the comments here on Kotaku.com. I'm surprised that they would go on a raid. Then again, we've had Xbox raids here where people, you know, the cops went in and busted somebody for, you know, jailbreaking or, you know, uh, basically they're flashing the BIOS for Xboxes to kind of uh, to make them able to play, burn, and copied games. Yeah. I guess I'm just surprised that, and again, like somebody else just pointed out, South Africa's got a shitload more problems than people that are jailbreaking PlayStation 3s. Right. And they go ahead and raid it and pick all this up. you got to wonder how much business this guy was pulling off. I mean, it's South Africa. How many potential customers do you have down there? I can't imagine there's a ton. No, I would have to agree. I'm actually just mesmerized by the fact that they used a picture from the Untouchables as the, uh, yeah, I mean, the top of that. You know, Sean Connery and Kevin Costner and... Yeah, I'm sure the commercial crime the unit left. of South Africa is, is really the up there with Elliot Ness. <laughs> 
I mean, if that's how they think of themselves, that's kind of sad. You know, maybe this guy's the Capone of PlayStation Three jailbreaking. He, he you may don't know. Be. I don't. Maybe he's there's, Scarface. There's not a ton of details, but yeah, I would agree. I mean, South Africa is a shithole, and they have plenty of problems to to yes. keep them occupied beyond the fact that someone might be pirating a game or two. What I would like to see, or and it doesn't mention here, I'm not really sure where to find it. I would like to see what that they would be up for as far as um, crime go, or as far as punishment goes. Are they facing jail time? Would there be a fine? Uh, did Sony have any reason to get in on this? I'm just trying to think. And unfortunately, again, like I said, the article really doesn't um, doesn't really say. Let's Elaborate. See get, yeah, let's see if there's another. There's a link here at the bottom. World's first PlayStation 3 raid takes place in Johannesburg. Uh, this is from eGamer.co.za, uh, and it basically says the exact same thing. The same thing. Let's see, this is the first PlayStation 3 circumvention arrest in the world. But again, it doesn't make any mention how they came across it, why they were looking at them, why they had their eye on them, but why they felt they needed to act right now, or what type of punishment they're up for. No, I mean, I'm not about to try and and guess what it is in South Africa. Here, I would imagine. Fine. Fine. Uh, probation, maybe? I can't imagine it's jail time. I mean... Well, I, again, I think South it would Africa, be, well, is, oh, yeah. you, you don't know. That's a valid point. So I, I, I'm curious. Let's see. Yeah, see, they're kind of caught up in the fake PlayStation 2 games. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. All right, then. I, I wish that there was a little more to this, because I would really like to... I would like to see uh, the the uh, how this all started. Uh, did, was there a sting? Did they, you know, send a guy in to get his PlayStation, you know, jail, jailbroken for the evidence, <laughs> and then raided him, kicked in the door like it's drug bust? Can you imagine like the metal? This man performed heroically in deep cover operations yes. to uncover the PlayStation Three jailbreaking. You got the money. <laughs> yeah. You got the stuff. You got the console. <laughs> you weren't followed, were you? No. Oh, jeez. I don't know. I just. It's my last break, man. It's my last one. Then I'm getting out. <laughs> yeah, I bet you are. This is three strikes. You'll never take me alive. <laughs> uh, Google and Microsoft patent slap fight continues. This is from geek.com. This is one we covered before, but apparently this is a, an addendum. Still not exactly sure what happened at Google this week. It's like someone accidentally delivered espresso for the decaf pots. Meanwhile,. Over in Redmond, Microsoft's legal team discovered how to use Twitter, but not any of the complimentary services that allow you to put a single coherent thought into an extended tweet. If you haven't been following the recent uproar following the acquisition of the Novell patents, let's catch you up. All right, now, I will be honest. I do not know what the Novell patents are. Having said that, let's continue. What started as a blog post from Googler David Drummond addressing why Google didn't spend the money on the Novell patents to say the conversations have broken down into a schoolyard fashion is putting it mildly, but we remain ever vigilant in following the situation. The event that someone actually wor- something actually worth noting comes up from either party. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, but go unnoticed. Microsoft's legal team felt obligated to reply. Well, Microsoft's communications led Frank Shaw's leader lead Frank Shaw decided his dinner last night would be best paired with an email snippet. That seriously looked like Googler Kurt Weather was deploying the weakest cop out of all time to cover his backside for not joining in with Google. I'm sorry, with uh, God, it's right below it for not joining in with Microsoft on buying up the Novell patents. 
First off, before we go any further, we need to find out what the health and Nobel patents are. That would be helpful for our yes. conversation, so, yes, because uh, I'm no not one. sure what Do me the... a favor. Link me something in IRC so I know what the hell they're talking about. Anyways, the update is worth noting, uh, reading in full, but here are some choice phrases. Uh, quote, it's obvious why we turned down Microsoft's offer. A joint acquisition of the Novell patents that gave all parties a license would have eliminated any protection these patents could offer to Android against attacks from Microsoft and its bidding partners. Ultimately, the U.S. Department of Justice intervened, forcing Microsoft to sell the patent it bought and demanding that the winning group of Microsoft, Oracle, Apple, and EMC give a license to the open source community. Well, thank God the government got involved. Because that's important. The Department of Justice has nothing else that they need to be after. Nothing else. Like, oh, I don't know, uh, Operation Fast and Furious or drug Gun running yeah. or human trafficking, anything like that, no. Oh, actually, not to you know completely derail this thing, but just a real quick, I told you so, Perry announced, ha, 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 yeah, yeah. ha, ha, ha. I think I sent that out yesterday. I sent a, 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 a text to you and to Highlander saying, Perry's uh, in the running Saturday. So Yeah. I just remember last week you said he wasn't going to. I, I honestly did Victory. not think so. Or was it to say Perry? Did I say Chris Christie wasn't going to run? Uh, I thought it was Perry, but it might have yeah, been Christie. Uh, it might have been. In which case, I agree with you. I thought it was Perry. I don't know. It might have been Either Perry. Way. What do you think on that, though? I'm good with it. As long as he stays away from the social con stuff. Right. You know, as long as he... And it looks like he's going to. Everything he said so far, all of his statements and everything, it's all fiscal and small government. And it's like and, I said last, last week. As long as you hit... Your, look, your entire argument for 2012 is the economy. Nothing else. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Nothing else. The exactly. budget, jobs, anything tied to that. That's it. Yep. If you get hit on another issue, a social issue, short answer, get away from it fast. Scrub puppy. Yeah, he's in. He'll be done in a month. Wrong. I don't, I don't think so, man. Who's going to take him out? Right. I think a lot of donors have been laying in wait. I think so, too. Waiting for somebody bigger, either him or Christy, to jump in because Mitch Daniels didn't. That's who I was really banking on. That's what one was Mitch Daniels, and he won't do it. Really? And I, oh yeah, you don't think so? I, I think he would have been an interesting candidate. I don't know if he's who I would have ended up supporting. I mean, I liked Palenti, but Palenti's out now. Yeah, well, that's because no one knows who Palenti is. Well, that's because he's, I mean, a vanilla candidate. Yeah. You know, he tried to get around that whole Minnesota nice thing by attacking people, but he just sucked at it. It was funny. Stick with your best at, I guess. I mean, if you think Perry's going to be gone in a month, I think you're way wrong. The only person in the entire Republican field who I think Perry might need to worry about is Romney. And only because of the backing he's got. Right, because he's got a billion dollars. I mean, Bachman, no. Ron Paul, no. crazy. Yeah, that guy's nuts. And I, That's what I don't get. The Internet's really behind Ron Paul and always has been. I, no, the Internet's not I, behind them. Well, okay, Go ahead. Go ahead. I was saying, the vocal people on the interwebs are behind Ron that's Paul. That's because crazy people yeah. don't have volume control. <laughs> if they did, I'd hit mute. <laughs> Is Rick Santorum in the running? Palenti was not, I don't know, Palenti had interesting ideas, that's why I was going, that's why I liked him. I didn't want him to win, I just thought he drove the debate pretty well. Hmm. Novell is a company, the patent is for some product. Thank you, Nunleft, that closes it up. Well, thank God. So if we follow the chain of events right now, Google engaged in a bid war with Microsoft and crew from the Novell patents. When Google realized the fight was either unwinnable or expensive, they drove the bid up in the hopes that Google could encourage the government to take action. As a result, the... uh, Department of Justice, moved in and demanded that a license be given to the open-source communities. Shaw fired back moments later with a series of tweets that sounded vaguely like an excerpt from Iron Man 2. 
Google wanted to purchase these patents to use as a shield against the companies they insist are, quote, coming after Android, where Shaw insists that it was to be used as a sword. I Now I really want to know what they are. I this think isn't going anywhere, and I'm sure before the week is out, the mud will only be slung faster and in greater quantities. The point of it? Posturing to the audience. Meanwhile, these organizations are behind closed doors, twirling mustaches, strapping armor on, and getting ready to have a great big fight over the future of Android. Personally, I hope that when the dust settles, someone in the right seat in the right office somewhere in the world decides that this patent mess has gotten wildly out of hand and decides to do something about it. Is Novell the company that developed like the Android OS? That's or? what I'm guessing. That um, seems like maybe what they're talking about. All right, so Google and Microsoft are fighting over the patents for the Android? I, why would the company even put them up? I... All right, so this is not actually what we've been discussing. This is not the story that we've been following between these two. Huh. I thought it, I had no idea, but I. it seems at this point like it's probably something to do with it. Well, it's definitely something to do with Android, but it seems like probably like the OS or some type of, I don't know. That seems like the only thing I could think of having to do with Android that would make sense as something to go after. It seems like that would be the thing with value. The Novell patents. Let's see what the hell this is. Uh, Novell legal patents. Oh, yeah, that's... That no. helps. Nope, nope. Thanks. Uh, 882 Novell patents now share with Microsoft, Apple, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Wow, that's from like a year ago. Sold itself to software company Attachmate last month for $2.2 billion. And a... In, its, uh, uh, in the process, it also sold the rights to nearly 900 patents to an unnamed consortium of companies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Foss Patents reports this information about some holding company. There are two patents from Novell. Okay, but again, it doesn't say what the hell they are. I think you're right. I think it is just for that. When Novell turned down an offer to acquire be acquired by hedge fund Elliott Associates later Linux. earlier this year, it seemed that like the Linux vendor was looking for a better deal. The company announced today that it was accepted an offer to the acquire for $2.2 billion by software company Attachmate. Parallel to the acquisition, Novell has sold over 800 patents for $450 million to a consortium of technology companies organized by Microsoft. Novell entered the Linux market in 2003 by acquiring Zimian and SUSE, commercial Linux vendors that were rising to prominence at the time. Novell used the technology obtained from those acquisitions to build enterprise Linux desktop and server platforms that the company brought to market under a unified SUSE brand. Novell opened the source code of some core SUSE features, such as the YAST configuration system, and attempted to foster an independent open source development community around its software. Blah, blah, blah. All right, Good so basically it's going to work convoluted and I don't give a shit anymore. I, I've lost yeah, interest. I, I no longer care. So Microsoft and Google, basically two heavyweights slugging it out. But, of course, on Microsoft's side is there's a bunch of different companies that are in there with them. Apple, Oracle being a so I mean, this is a, a uh, heavyweight bout. A oh, tag yeah. match, if you will. Well, at the same time, though, I mean, everyone's suing everyone anymore. I don't think it's... I don't know how much it's going to affect everything, but, you know, I mean, Apple's either suing or getting sued by, like, every company over a certain size on the planet. It's either Google or Facebook that are under fire. Well, I, that's, you know what? That's what happens when you're on top of the mountain. Look, I do that on StarCraft all the fucking time. I'm number one on the board. Everybody's coming after me. I'm sorry. I was distracted. Beefalo Brown. Well, I'm sitting here in a tight sleeveless shirt that shows my man titties. Let that image fester in your mind for a bit. 
I got to start drinking. Wow. And with that, we're going to take a break so we can both go drink. <laughs> All <laughs> right, folks, it's time for a break. We've been at this for a little over an hour. Uh, when we come back, we still have the mailbag at the top of the hour. We have the Facebook face-off yet. Now that i got my editing equipment working, I can actually do a sounder for that. Ooh. And, of course, I have to explain to Vallyar what the Word of the Emperor is since the newsletter. Oh, I listened. I heard. Okay, good. All right, never mind. All right, folks, we'll be back in about 10 minutes. Warning. This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. Listening to the Emperor's Court here on VTW Productions. Get down on your knees. I know I would. It should be fun. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back here at the Emperor's Court here on First World Productions, VTWProductions.com. I am your host, the Emperor, joined in studio by Variar. Always a pleasure. And we're just talking about his uh, off the. We're talking about uh, his fantasy football draft that's up and coming. Now, explain to me what you were just uh, uh, explain to them what you just explained to me because this sounds intriguing. I, I like this. Well, I'm actually I'm in two leagues. Uh, one right. of them is for my you know at work because I work in a sporting goods store, and we ignore customers to talk about football. So it's more fun if you've got a fantasy team. Um, that's the standard snake draft most people are familiar with. Um, it's the same basic setup we use for the uh, the baseball league for VTW. You know everyone. Right. You get a draft spot, and then it just kind of goes down the list, and you draft your guys. Um, the thing with that is a lot of the time, anyone can do it. You don't need to know a ton. You just, I mean, one of the top-ranked guys is going to be the next guy to go. Well, any, any way you look at it, if you're just playing it strictly by stats, right? you can survive pretty well. Exactly. And auction draft changes that. Uh, auction is a very, very popular style anymore. Um, it's been getting more and more popular every year, it seems. And basically, everyone that buys into the league... Uh, starts off with 200 quote-unquote dollars. Um, you know, I'll probably use poker chips. Uh, okay. And basically, say you sit down and everyone kind of... That's a you bad get idea. An, yeah, you know, you get an order and uh, say I'm first. Uh, okay. And I get to pick the first guy that's going to go on the auction block. So say it would be stupid, but I'm going to put Michael Vick up first because I really, really want him. Well, okay. then you could bid $5. Well, and then, of course, he's Michael Vick. I'm going to bid 10 And then you bid 15 And whoever comes out on top, and you can bid in $1 increments. You know, you can be that guy. Um, but whoever comes out on top in the bid gets the player. But the interesting part of it, the part that makes it, you know, more strategy-based is you have to kind of think about what order you want to present people in. And you also have to consider the fact that you have a budget. You have $200, and you have to fill a 17-man roster. Limit. Exactly. Yes. It's yeah. basically a salary cap. Um, but the salaries are determined by, you know, bidding. Um, and then once the teams are filled, everyone goes home, you know, either celebrates or cries in their beer. Uh, and then during the season, you have another $100 budget for the season. So you have a total cap of $300, 200 for the draft, 100 for free agent acquisitions. Because my question is, what happens if you run out of your 200 bucks? Then you get nothing? Well, then you are fucked. Okay. Because you allow $0 bids. Um, we're going to allow it because this is our first time. Now, a lot of the more serious leagues don't allow $0 bids to make sure. But it's a family league. I don't want, you know, I want everyone to have fun. So we're going to allow $0 bids, but you'll just be stuck with awful players. Okay. You know, because guys that no one's even willing to spend a dollar on. 
you know, and me being me and, you know, my father, my father being my father, <laughs> yeah. you can just I imagine. I played in fantasy baseball against him. Yeah, you can imagine how that would go. Well, I guess I'll take this guy for zero dollar. Nope, I'm going to bid a dollar. Fuck you. Ha ha. That's <laughs> that's how. I mean, so lesson learned. But we will, you know, we'll allow it. And then during the season, you have a hundred dollars for free agent pickups, because normally in, um, you know, both in baseball and football, there's the waiver wire. And right. it, whoever's doing the worst for that week gets first spot on the waivers. So if they want someone, they get them. Well, that's bullshit. If I want someone bad enough, I want it, I want the chance to bid on him. So you have $100 and you can bid. And again, the strategy there is you can't blow your load early. You know, if like MJD goes down, you want to wise pick up his words to live by. Well, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, you know what? Coming from the master of the six minute movie, I don't want to hear anything. It's still six minutes. That's better than most eh, people's that's average. That's a valid point. But go on. But yeah, so the whole strategy behind the thing is uh, you got to kind of budget yourself and you have to, you know, um, use your resources carefully, you know, because if you overbid someone, well, you're you're kind of stuck with them. Um, it, 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 it's kind of an interesting twist of fantasy. Uh, you know, like I said, a lot of the times you go to these drafts and they're the snake drafts and you just kind of go down the list. Everyone knows who's going to get picked next for the most part. Right. You know. Because um, it's your draft spot. There's no challenge for you. Just take your guy and move on to the next person. Right. Whereas with an auction system, if I want a guy, I better be willing to fight for him. And you've got to, and the trick to it, again, or one of the many tricks to it is don't get caught up in it. Don't spend, if someone's overbidding you, let him overbid you. As soon as he's overvalued, let it go, man. Don't get trapped into spending $100, $120 on a single guy. So it, it should be fun. It should be interesting. I'm, I'm really actually looking forward to the whole uh, auction style draft these are awful pick somebody sent me a link for awful jokes i uh, i uh, i <laughs> oh that's awesome I, oh god i do i dare i mean i say yes if this was if highlander was here it'd be all for it oh yeah because then you could blame <laughs> it on him uh i preface this by, by saying Ah, uh, fuck it. You're not going to believe me if I told you it wasn't racist. I'm not, but it's just funny. <laughs> why, why did the Jews roam in the desert for 40 years? Because someone dropped the quarter. What do you get when you cross a black man with an octopus? No idea, but it's great at picking cotton. Oh, that's godly. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. That's kind of stupid. A new that's... tribe walks into a bar and asks how much for a beer. The bartender goes for you, no charge. Hey oh uh, let's see. The feminist movement. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> uh let's see. What does a microwaving baby sound like? I don't know. I was too busy. That's just that's right. not funny. That's just awful. A duck and a robot duck are chilling like ducks are wont to do. So the first duck is like, yo, robot duck, my gas bills are fucking ridiculous, you know? The robot duck gets up in the first duck's grill. Yeah, man, you should see my electric bill. That was stupid. That was stupid. Huh. Uh, I feel like the first two kind of built this whole thing yes, up. And and now everything else now is... it just, these other people suck. It just sucks like a man walks into a bra. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> Oh, that's decent. AC walks into a club. Yeah, this guy, this general cash guy's got all the good ones. Let's see. What's hard? I see. I just. I mean, I never really got the whole dead, dead baby, baby thing. joke thing. Yeah, I don't either. Like, it's just all you're doing is going for shock value. 
Just, oh my God, look how creepy and horrible that guy is. He made dead baby jokes. None of them are funny. Let's see. An Irishman oh, walks out of a I've bar. I've heard that one. Eh, dumb. Uh, dumb. Hundred lawyers at the bottom of the ocean. We've, we've done all these. Yeah, at this point, it's. Aren't kinda... there bad? Aren't there good bad jokes out there? Not a lot. Not a lot. I hear another joke: the Ninth Amendment. Hmm. Women's suffrage. Nah. Dumb. Yeah, nine out of ten people enjoy gang rape. <laughs> <laughs> That's just bad. Oh, that was awesome, actually. I thought that was very funny. <laughs> uh, Let's see if there's anything else in here that's any kind of gold. I don't know. Most of these guys suck. These are all... Who is the most gay hero? Ass mage. All right. Huh. What are the symptoms of syphilis? Well, the penis gets red and itchy. Huh. I got black and fell off. I All still right. don't, I don't. That's not funny. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. These are all stupid. All right, so. Most of them are. Look, if you're going to send me a link to funny jokes, make sure they're funny. Because these were not. Or at least warn us that only the first two are funny. Don't spend two minutes looking right, through the rest of them. Right, because that just killed five minutes of dead air or semi-dead air of bad jokes that we could have been telling people that they would have hated us for. Very true. Varya, you laughed at them in the core. You know you did. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but that's a whole different thing. Well, a stupid joke kind of qualifies as a bad joke. No, there's yeah, a, no, well. no, no. There's a difference. A bad joke is not funny. A stupid joke can be funny. Let's see. Not an Air Force. Army JRTC. Sorry. Currently a command sergeant major a year ahead compared to other battalions. Don't expect a picture either. Ah! But there's a picture right there. Okay, yeah, but she's going to kill us, so I wouldn't... Uh, no. Bring it on, Army. This is not a chick that you want to F with because she's like 17 and is already far ahead of everybody else, so... Yeah, it's still the Army. <laughs> Aren't ready to be Marines yet? Yeah, exactly. There's a reason if you join the Marines, even if you come from another branch, you go through boot camp. If I was in the Marines and I decided to join others, I don't do theirs. I heard the Coast Guard had the hardest boot camp or hardest basic training or whatever. I don't know. I could I could actually see that to an extent. I mean, just depending on it's a whole different skill set. Yeah. You're jumping in the lakes. Well, yeah. And like learning how to sail and tie knots and shit and go through like hurricanes and go save people. Which being the, you know, land branch of the Navy, you thought you would have gotten some of that as a Marine. Well, we did. I mean, there was aquatic training, but it's not about tying down boats and going and saving people in hurricanes. It's about carrying your rifle through some water and then shooting people on the other side, which different skill set. How's that go? Join the Marines, see interesting places, yeah, yeah. meet interesting people. Yeah. Meet exotic col or meet, uh, see interesting place or visit interesting places. Damn it. I can't even get this right. And I was in it. Wow. Visit exotic places, meet interesting people and then kill, kill them. them. There you go. <laughs> eh. All right, so which one of these do we want to tackle? This one looks like it's fun. Yay! It's bright and rainbowy. This is all over the place, but I got it from foxnews.com. An online push is underway to pressure the producers of Sesame Street 
and having Bert and Ernie get married. Well, Sesame Street already did come out and tell these people to pound sand. Yes. Which we're, is awesome. We're still going to talk about it, though. Oh, of course. Which is, which is interesting considering how progressive Sesame Street is, especially being MPBS. It's for four-year-olds. I understand that. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I, I'm just playing it. I'm just saying. I, I understand. Now, for those it. who do not know what Sesame Street is, it is a TV show that has been around for hell before I was a kid. So, Milo Farnsworth started it when he invented the TV. So 50 years ago, 40, 50 years ago, some ridiculous amount like that. Premiered in 1969. So there you go. go. Okay. Oh, they also want a transgender. Yes. Oh, we'll get to that. Anyways, it's a bunch of you know amorphic puppets that try to teach little three, four, five, and six year olds various lessons. It's it's Sesame Street. Right. You know, and they be a good friend. Right. You know, don't judge. Today's letter is gay. (laughs) You know. you know, here, it's a, I'll give you an idea of what it is. Um, uh, da, 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 da. Let's see if I've still got it. I believe I do. The Sesame Street yes. thing? Yes. Well, hang on. Wouldn't it be an S's? No, not oh. necessarily. Okay. This is something different. What are we... Sesame Street. <laughs> the Song of the Count. Yes. Love it. One. Now, for those who don't know, I, I've got actually some of the songs here, and some of them you may recognize. Let's see. Um, one. One cookie. Ah, ah, ah. Oh, I love that one. Always fun. Oh, that's, that's for the that's... Chinese thing. We haven't done that yet. Okay. Uh, here we go. There we go. This is it. Okay, now I know it sounds gay, but it really isn't. It's for kids. Right. If you watch it, you're gay. And you know Unless you've got kids. Right. And then you have a then you have a pass. Kind of. Yes. Let's see. Uh although with the invention of tablets and smartphones, you really don't have to watch it anymore. No. Now here's the count, who is one of the characters on Sesame Street, and this one may sound familiar. Damn it, it's not the right one. Uh, hang on, we're going to eject that one because that's not the right one. There's a, a pretty famous one that somebody actually uh, retconned a little bit on YouTube. Let's see if I've got it. If it's not in the here. The count censored? Yes. Where, did I uh, pass right, it? Right, right there. Up, 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 down, 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 down. There. All right, so here's this one. It's only two minutes long, but by God, it's worth it. Enjoy. You'll know that I am called the Count Because I really love to Sometimes I sit and all day (laughs) But sometimes I get carried away I slowly, slowly, slowly getting faster Once I start in f***ing, it's very hard to stop Faster, faster, it is so exciting I could forever, until I drop One, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two I love 
So it's basically very simple for, it, it, again, it's very basic for kids. You know, like Fire said, there's not supposed to be any kind of controversy here. And Nutlet, uh pretty much hit it where I was going. He says, in my opinion, the only reason this is an issue is that the show is popular, involves children, and the issue is a hot topic. There are literally millions of petitions online about popular TV shows. This has caught the headlines because of the gay angle. Now, Voyeur, this is not the first time that this has been tried to be pushed on Sesame Street nope. to get Bert and Ernie to be gay. I actually think last time it was 96 they right. tried this bullshit. Except this time they've taken to Facebook and the interwebs, and they're trying to do all these different petitions to try to get, I assume it's PBS that owns it. Yeah, PBS. Or whoever, right. To force them to make these two guys... Okay, now the article goes on, and this is interesting. Hold, hold on one second, just to fix Go ahead. this. All they're doing is bleeping out the word count, and you all being the dirty bastards that you are, you're assuming it's something else. That's what makes it funny. People not understanding what was funny? IRC's debating what exactly word they're bleeping out. It's the, the word counting count. song. It's the counting song for four-year-olds. Harry says, Tommy says the word count. That's what they bleep out. Right. They say count. That's it. Right. All right. More than 900 people, astounding 900 people, signed this petition about the pair of platonic puppets on, on Change.org as of early Wednesday. We are not asking the Sesame Street to do anything crude or disrespectful, the petition reads. It can be done in a tasteful way. Some nice play settings, classical music. You oh, know, John. There you go. Let us teach tolerance of those who are different. Really? So marrying two anamorphic puppets would teach me to be more tolerant of you. Well, I tell you what, it makes me want to be less tolerant of you because when you try and shove this kind of agenda on people who don't want it and who have nothing to do with any of it, it makes you let them less sympathetic to your cause. Right. The sexuality of Burton Ernie, perhaps the kids' most popular sh characters, I don't know about that, has long been debated since their roommates sleep in the same room and constantly bicker. Huh. While nothing it tells me describes gays more than living in the same room and constantly fighting. I'm going to be honest. I always assumed it was the butt sex <laughs> that really put them aside, you know, <laughs> separated them from other people. No, for sleeping in the same room, constantly bickering, and the gratuitous amounts of ass sex. Like, if they, they get kept married, that part out, I can't show the honeymoon why. or... Bert and Ernie are gone for a week because they're in the Caribbean <laughs> on their gay cruise. Petition also asks that Sesame Street producers consider adding a transgender character to the show, which premiered in 1969 on Public Broadcasting Network. To be fair, aren't most of them transgender? They're you can't tell. They're androgynous. They're yes. not, they don't. I mean, yes. like Bert and Ernie obviously have a sex. They're okay. obviously guys. Yeah, but fucking Big Bird. What's Elmo? Elmo, exactly. Yeah. Elmo, fucking Grouch. I mean, you assume he's a guy because he's a dick, but, I mean, it could be a bitch. I don't know. It, here's the thing. 
I'm, I don't care about tolerance. Do your own thing. Just leave me the hell out of it. Yeah. We've gone over this before. You know, it's the same reason that I just could, I could give a shit less about social conservatives. I don't care what you do in your personal life. Leave me alone. It's the same thing for these people. And really, a transgender character? Because that's not going to confuse the fuck out of four-year-olds. Right. That'll treat them, teach them tolerance. And how, how are confuse you, the hell out of them. I have a question. How are you supposed to portray a transgender puppet? Yes. I mean, really. Sometimes they dress as a guy. Sometimes they dress as a girl. What? <laughs> well, that's more I've got a penis and a vagina. I mean, yeah, exactly. I, what, Introduce a new character, to... Hermie, the transgender. <laughs> I mean, really, how are you supposed to introduce that to kids and not have them get confused? Right. I mean, it's it's all idiotic. It's all ridiculous. This is stupid. And I'll take a look at the, hey, take a look at the Facebook page here in a second. There was something here at the end I wanted to read. Um, part of me is laughing and part, the other is crying. 1969, the public broadcasting network. 300. <laughs> yeah, what? Is Elton John going to play at the wedding? Nice. And a statement to Fox News, the nonprofit Sesame Street Sesame Workshop said the pair are simply best friends. They were created to teach preschoolers that people can be friends with those who are very different than themselves. Well, right there is the message you're trying to get across, that people are different, but you can still be friends with them. Right. Isn't that when you get right down to it, being acceptant no. and tolerant of everything? No. Why does it have to be, have to be your specific group? Here's here's the problem, and not to divert too much away from you know the topic, but these groups, the the feminist groups, the LGBT community, most of them are people who just want to be left alone and do well, not the feminists, but the LGBT community for the most part just want to be left alone and do their thing. And some you know someone want marriage, someone want civil unions. I, I don't care, whatever. Right. I could give a shit what you do at your house. Don't shove it into mine. That's all. I mean. These groups, it's not like anyone's not, the people that are not tolerating them are individuals. There are people out there who don't like gays, who don't like lesbians, be it because of religion or bigotry or whatever. Right. But taking your message and jamming it down throats, like you said earlier, does not endear you to anybody. No, it doesn't. It makes people less sympathetic. And I think this isn't about being tolerant anymore. This is about them getting their quota, them getting their airtime, them shoving their message. Right. They're a bunch of attention whores. That's all they are. A lot of these groups are attention whores. It's the same thing with the Green Movement, my opinion, but whatever. Oh, I'm just waiting for that day to happen. Oh, when I know. Oscar the Grouch is, you know, has to live in a recycle bin instead of having to live in a dumpster. Right. I mean, that day's coming if it hasn't come already. Well, what kind of message does it send to children that Oscar the Grouch has to live in a trash can? Why haven't we gotten him some nice government housing yet? <laughs> There's I mean, got to be some Section 8 but, somewhere that we can put this guy in. I mean, why does he have to suffer? That's the point. How far are we going to go with this? How far is the message going to be controlled and spun and packaged to kids who honestly don't give a shit about your message and don't understand it? They don't. Four-year-olds don't understand transgender. They don't know what gay means. They have no idea. Do we really want to make them grow up faster? Is your message so important that you have to shove... <laughs> A thing with both boy and girl parts into the eyes of a four-year-old. These people are attention whores, and honestly, they do more damage to their cause than they realize. They do more damage to their cause than they do any type of positive impact. And that's the other part of it. And, and that's it. realistically, that's what's happening. Is that you aggravate people so much by trying to tell everybody that you're right. That, and that's really what it comes down to is that the only possible way to look at this is from their point of view, their perspective. If you don't, 
then you are a bigot. Right. You know, or if it's some, you know, if it's one of the other groups, you're a racist. Or, you know, any one of a number of things. You're Hitler. You're a Nazi. I mean, there is no differing of opinion. You can't be allowed to say, whether religion or, or whatever, and say, you know what, I have a different, you know, I see things differently. I right. don't, you know, agree in this lifestyle. I don't agree. For whatever your reasons may be. You, I mean, even if you present them in, in, in a, a, a calm, rational, thought-out, you know, diatribe, it exactly. doesn't matter. Exactly. It doesn't matter. You will be shouted down, and this is no different, taking online, using Facebook as your vehicle to go after something. There, Look, there are a lot of issues out there that people, if you really want to get involved in and make a difference, that really could use your help that you can use Facebook for. This is not one of those issues. It's not one of those issues. And I... This is a side. Yeah. This is a side circus, is what it is. Tolerance has become a religion that deviating, fr- deviate and deviating from it will not be tolerated. And it's, that's it's, it. The tolerance movement is intolerant. It's it is amazing to Very me. Very intolerant. It is amazing to me how what used to be. I'll be honest. Fifty, sixty years ago, I might have been a liberal. I mean, not in terms of fiscal, but in social. Hell yeah. The but way you the, le- right, right. the classical liberal. Be and let be. Do your own thing. But the problem is the leftist movement has taken it over, and this is the result. You have, you will tolerate us at gunpoint. You and that's will, what it comes down to. And not just tolerate us, but you will accept us, you will agree with us, and if you do not, you will be punished in some fashion, whether it be shouted down, whether them attempting public shaming. Or labeling you. Or labeling. Yes. Exactly. Barry says, I'm going to start calling people Heilner instead of Hitler when I want to imply the worst person. What I want to imply they're the worst person ever. That's another thing that, that aggravates me. When did Hitler become like the go to word for everything? Well, that's a Notler, Notler. Nazis, Hitler, all of that has lost its meaning. It's become it's watered it's down. It's like racist. Yes, that's watered down too. You, it, you've the, used it so much, fa- it has exactly. ceased to have any kind of impact. Exactly. Of any kind. It used to be being a racist was a bad thing. Yes. If someone was a racist, that was horrible. But the the accusation gets thrown around so much, who cares? Well, I mean, I think a lot of people care. I think a lot, if you're labeled a racist by anybody, especially publicly, well, I think a lot of people care. I don't give a shit. Call me a racist. Okay. Go nuts. You don't. Trust me, in the public eye, you're somebody who wants to get into See, politics? I, I Dude. Disagree. I disagree. See, I disagree. If there is obvious evidence of racism, that's fine. Then they're a racist, and that's a bad thing. It's supposed to be a bad thing. But the charge of racism, well, you just don't like this because of racism. You just don't like that because of racism. You're a racist for not supporting this. It, they're watering down what is actually a bad thing. It's supposed to be a bad thing. It's, it's like when 15-year-olds call each other gay. Yeah. It used to be a horrible, bigoted insult. It's not anymore. Look, when I, I call mean, somebody, people take it the wrong if way. If somebody calls somebody gay, it's not because you're a homo. No, it's because you're stupid. Right. Look, gay has a completely different meaning. They took the word for themselves. They, they couldn't find something different or make something else, so they grabbed it. Well, guess what? It has different meanings. Right. You can be gay and not be homosexual. There is a distinct difference. Dude, I can't even tell you how many times in high school I heard the word fag. It had same nothing thing. to when do I was with a sexual kid, All orientation. my buddies said the same thing. It had nothing to do with you being homosexual. No one it cares. Was, You're just right. a jackass. Right. That's what it was. You're and stupid. Words change. Words evolve based on how you use them. And a lot of these charges are losing their power because they are overused. Because they are used for everything. And this is another situation where 
It's just ridiculous. We're looking at the Bert and Ernie Get Married Facebook page. I find it funny that the wall has a lot of naysayers on it. No one just listens to the show's makers. They remain puppets and do not have a sexual orientation. Quote, it's their show, period. And then a shit ton of people like it and comment. And blah, All blah, 29 blah. comments. 6,843 people like this. Well, I'm glad. You 6,800 people are going to accomplish absolutely nothing if I hadn't clicked like. Community yeah, well organization, done. New York, New York. Do I dare? I want to see some of these comments here on the Facebook. So do I. Uh, let's see. You uh, can scream at these people all day. They ignore it and keep going. Teaching people to be and have best friends of the same sex is out now. If your best friend is the same sex, then you must be gay is in. I must say, someone's fin has swung wide, way, okay, this, way too far to the left. Someone's, God, this guy can't type. Yeah. Where's the Burton Ernie, our straight page? So there's a Burton Ernie straight page. Booyah. <laughs> <laughs> 137,000 people like this. Uh, it's just a Burton Ernie page. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's a Burton Ernie straight. straight I think yeah. it's just Burton Ernie as they are. I didn't know they had their own face, but they have more friends than I do. That's sad. Really, really wish people could understand the idea behind this. But instead, everyone brings his own little prejudices and theories to the table. No one sees the idea for what it is, a suggestion for change. Everyone assumes it's an agenda or political stance. Well, bullshit, of course it is. Look, these ideas just don't pop out of nowhere. Of course it's part of an agenda for change. It's no different than Norway trying to to get rid of violent video games. It's an agenda somebody's trying to push on us. A suggestion for change. Fuck that. Yeah, no, I'm with you. No, it's not. This is not a suggestion. It's a this is a driven. militant, jackboot marching bunch of thugs, and that's really what it is. Yeah, you want you're going to do what we tell you. You're going to look our way and agree with our point of view, or we're going to label you something you know derogatory. I mean, a su- so much for the right. you know the country of free speech. Go ahead. A suggestion for change would hey maybe we could bring in a character who is gay blah yes. blah blah or something like that. Hey, make Bert and Ernie fuck each other is not a suggestion for change. You will take two of the most widely recognized children's yes. characters in America, and you will make them get gay married. That, and I think it's funny because they we get accused of stereotyping all the time, right? And yet they live together and bicker, so they must be gay, according to these people. I think if uh, Street, Sesame Street wants to throw them a curveball, they should have them uh, get their own apartments, maybe get girlfriends. There you go. <laughs> There's a suggestion for change. But, you know, that's interesting. Okay, so let me let me ask you this, Varyar. If they came and made the suggestion like you just said, instead of taking characters and reworking them, what if they were like they did in South Africa when they, they introduced the character that had HIV <laughs> in the South African version of Sesame Street? Again, that's what four-year-olds need to say. Again, because it's so rampant over there, it's... It's that's something everybody's point. dealing that's with because an parents, thing. right? Okay, and it's safety. But you know what? They're going to try and say this is an educational thing because gays are in you know every facet of life. You know what? You're going to maybe you're uh, you know you have a a uh, member. This being the people, maybe the kids have a family member who is gay. Maybe they I have family it. members who are gay. Okay, I I don't care. I I'm I still okay. love them. I still like them. That's you fine. Know, I, it go nuts. Not but, you specifically, but again, that's would you be fine with them introducing a character? I don't care. That was homosexual. I, I really I'm not really sure how you would I be think... able to explain that to a four-year-old that well, that's this male point. puppet likes another male puppet you never see. See, that's a good point. I like I boys! <laughs> Wait. But I'm a boy! Here's, here's the question. Wait. Okay, good. Is this a subject that children need to be exposed to at the age of four? 
Is it really? I no, mean, because this, they're not going to grasp that. Is this some type of r- social problem that we're having where a lot of four-year-olds are bigoted and intolerant? Uh, let me ask you this. Is there a four-year-old that's out there that knows that they're gay? I'm, I'm not entirely positive that four-year-old... I I, I, I'll be honest. I think four-year-old boys assume girls probably have boy parts, and four-year-old girls don't know what the hell's going on with boys. I don't think they know any better. They don't need to know any better. They're four. And this is what it comes back to. It's all messaging. It's all intolerant messaging. When Ora says, wow, people like MC conspiracies in the clouds. Really? You're going to tell me there's not a, an agenda in this country to push the gay rights and uh, the gay cause? You're really going to tell me that I'm making up a conspiracy theory that I'm seeing this everywhere? Look, Winora, if you think that I'm just making this up, that I'm jumping in shadows, then you're being a jackhole. Because, obviously, <laughs> you've got your head in the sand. Look, I don't care if they have an agenda. Much like Varya here, I don't care what they do. Do you want to get married? Go right ahead. You're still going to have to deal with all the same nonsense that goes into a marriage. My only problem with gay marriage is... Do not force religious organizations to have to marry you within the confines of their temple or church or whomever. Don't force a children's show that has been on the air for 50 years or 40 years or whatever, 40 years, 40 years to change what is obviously working. There's a reason it's been on the air that long. They teach valuable lessons. And guess what? Those, fr- those lessons are uncomplicated. Count to three. Be friends with everybody. Be nice to everybody. Everybody is important. You know, everyone can be your friend. Kids do not need a politics-driven agenda. You know what? I would have the same problem. I honestly would have the same problem with fucking Sesame Street doing some religious right. Social programming. I would have the same problem yes. because kids don't need to see it. Let the parents handle that. Exactly. If it's the a parents, parents want them to know that, then let them explain them. This is our religion. This is the way we look at things. That's fine. And, and like Fire said, you're talking about the basics. And when you get right down to it, it's already teaching those basics. Everybody's a good person. Be friends to everybody. Right. Don't be mean. Somebody looks different than you doesn't mean they're necessarily less than you or different. Uh, you know, that right there can tie into the whole gay agenda because when you get right down to it, that is a different lifestyle. Okay, but the basics were taught at Sesame Street to accept everybody for what they are. You don't necessarily... Okay, this character's green, that character's red, but they can still get along even though they're different colors. Right. Fine. I get that. A four-year-old's going to look at that and says, this looks different than this, but they get along. Message received. Moving on. Umamore. Four-year-olds accept everyone for who they are. The message would be to eradicate homophobia, quote-unquote, supposedly shrug. Four-year-olds exactly. don't have homophobia. Right. They don't even know what a homophobia is. They don't even know what it is. Here's the, yeah. here's the point. I would have the same exact problem if they tried to put, like, a priest character on Sesame Street that preached hellfire and damnation and you better go to church or else. I would have the exact same problem, and it's from the other side. I was for that because it's funny. You better... Well, <laughs> <laughs> Bart, you're only living in sin. <laughs> Hellfire and damnation. Sodom and Gomorrah. <laughs> oh, that weird that old guy down the street's a pedophile. <laughs> you kids get to Sunday school. Jesus can save you. Oh. You're following a giant bird that sees an elephant that no one else sees. <laughs> if the mean green man in the trash can touched you, tell the police. Or, but some parents don't even want to do that. You know, more that's fine. But you know what? You can't ex- expect a television show to teach your kids everything they need to do in the world. 
It's to give them a uh, just a very basic entry level into morals and what have you. Television shows have no responsibility to teach your children. Here's what it is. Television shows like Sesame, Sesame, Sesame Street and uh, Nihau Kailan and all of these, which is a communist propaganda show, I swear to God. But, Dora the Explorer? <laughs> God, I hated that one. Dora the Explorer, uh, Diego, all of them. I have a three-year-old nephew. I've seen them all. Thomas the Tank Engine, all of them. It is to entertain your child. The fact that they are teaching things while they do it is an added bonus. It is an added bonus. They teach value things like be a good friend, don't lie, count to five, this is green, look, it's blue, what's the difference? You know, these are things that television shows should and can appropriately show children. Complex issues are for parents. It's your job. You had a kid. There's responsibility inherent in that. I'm sorry you didn't put a condom on man up. Or, in whatever case, woman up. I don't care. You have a child. It's your job. Nothing. It, it's not one size fits all. Every family's different. Every kid is different. You cannot do this stuff through TV. I think the real lesson here is internet petitions are irrelevant and nobody gives a shit. Except for the fact that we just talked about it for like 10 minutes. See, but no, well, that, but the problem is here is, and again, no less said earlier, there are millions of petitions out there, thousands, whatever, for any number of TV shows. Yeah. Why is it that this one makes the news? Well, I think we both know the answer to that one. Okay, but there are some people here in IRC who are still saying that I'm just making it up as I go. No. So tell me, Varyar, why is this one specific Facebook petition getting so much airplay? Because the media and journalists are overwhelmingly liberal, and they are overwhelmingly progressive. Media used to be, back in the day, relatively centrist. They, people had biases. It crept in. It always does. Anymore, it is an echo chamber. And causes that they like get airtime. Causes that they don't either don't get airtime or get called horrible things on the air. It is true. Fox does it for conservatives. Everybody else does it for liberals. Manly stuff. This show is brought to you by the letter A for anarcho-socialism. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. A joystick. I can attest that all Mexican-Americans have pet monkeys and talking backpacks. Then I would shoot them. That's the only thing I hate about Dora. That's that, that right there is the one thing I absolutely hate about Dora. It's because they talk about the fucking map 20 times in a row. Bridge? Forest? Like, My nephew Adobe! And they'll see it like five times in a row. It's like your kid's like a retard watching this. <laughs> he doesn't understand we're going to the bridge, forest, adobe. I get it. You, f I don't know. <laughs> uh, now, granted, I wish I had a backpack to turn into whatever I wanted, whatever I needed it, as long as it didn't talk. That would be kind of cool. Yes. But that's, uh, that's not Dora. That's Diego. Then what the hell does Dora have? Dora has the backpack that ta and okay, has the okay, talking map, you. and it has the right. monkey So uh, she has boots. a backpack. Yeah. And but her backpack doesn't transform. In Diego... The backpack transformed into whatever he wants, like hang glider. Okay, fine, or... Diego. Well, whatever the fuck. I don't care. They're cousins or or, or, or something, aren't they? Like, it's like, <laughs> like it says that happened, and they, they, I don't know, brother or sister. What, they're both Mexican, so they have to be related? No, it's I think they're a large family stereotype. Is that fuck. I think they are related. I, really, aren't they? Somebody back me up on this. Are Dora and Diego no related? Idea. We're going to find out. I'm pretty sure they are. Because my daughter grew up watching those, and I hated it. She never got into the Ni, Ni Chan thing, the Ni Hao or whatever it is. Ni Hao Kailan? It didn't, didn't seem to care about for that much. Good. It's communist propaganda. She saw uh, 
Dora Explorer. She liked Clifford. She liked Diego. She liked uh, when she was really younger, the Wiggles. Yeah. Oh. I'm just happy my Cameron like or my uh, nephew Cameron likes Thomas the Tank Engine. It is not nearly that. as bad as the other ones, and it makes him say the funniest goddamn things. He came into what the, the hell is a tank engine, anyways? It's like it's a train. Well, the kid, I know it's a the train, kid loves but... trains. All right. But yeah, I mean, he came into the store the other day, uh, and you know, he had to leave, and he looks at me and goes, "Oh, the indignity!" <laughs> he's three <laughs> years old, and he can't say it right, so it sounded funny. He's like, "Oh, the indignity!" The hilarious, very funny. But it's stuff like that that he sees on that show. It's very funny. When are overwhelmingly liberal, do you watch Fox? I actually mentioned Fox. Thank you. Now, could you name me something other than Fox? Because for the liberal side, I can name CBS, NBC, CNN, MSNBC, Headline CNN, Politico, uh, uh, Huffington Post, AOL.com, Washington Post, New York Times, let's see, Chicago Tribune, Boston Herald, San Francisco. What the hell has San Francisco got? Where the fuck they are? uh, The San Francisco Chronicle. Thank you. Miami Herald. Should we go on, or is that enough to get the point across? Point being. Thank you. There are plenty of alternative sources of information, but you have to look for them. The easy ones, overwhelmingly. Except for Fox, as I mentioned. Actually, there is one that I, I just thought of something I want to show you here. We'll probably get it to it in break, but I want to pull it up now if I can. Okay. Somebody asked me or two earlier about um, uh, if the anime Press Your Luck had been airing yet on YouTube from when I was at Otakon, when I was a contestant. No, it's not up there yet. The only one they have is by somebody's camera phone they took on there. Oh, it, yeah, we saw that. Right. It's, it, the first part has got me in it like for like three or four minutes, and the rest of them are from the second game that was played. But the actual company that does it doesn't have it up yet. Uh, give me just a second. I sure. want to pull this up so I can show you during the break. Okay. Speaking of Door of the Explorer. Come. More CK. Oh, that was way off. That's because I can't see. Oh, college either. humor? Yeah. Okay. If I could. You... <laughs> well, this thing, my microphone's in the like way. It looks like you're typing yeah, yeah, yeah. like Norwegian. All right, where is uh, Conquistadora the Explorer? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen this? No, but we are definitely watching that. Oh, you got to Oh, you wait. Conquistadora the Explorer. It is fantastic from College Humor. Search it. It looks. If funny. you have not seen it, I highly recommend it. Yes, Conquistadora the Explorer. <laughs> Actually, when we go to break, we should put that link up so they can. All right, uh, we got to get to the mailbag because we're it's already eight thirty. I think we're gonna go a little over, but uh, oh, I want to get to the mailbag real quick. If you want to get your mail in, you better do it now while I'm reading it. So it's emperor1gacox.net. We log into my email here while I'm doing that. I guess we got to play the sounder, huh? Oh, yeah. The post office delivered your hate mail to the house again. Anything worth looking at? No, just the usual death threats, letter bombs, and human feces. You always make it sound worse than it is. How do you know it's human feces? As always, you can send your questions, comments, opinions to the Emperor's Court. Emperor1G at Cox.net, and I will read them on the air. This is not the quickening. This is just your questions. From Connor B., uh, better known as the Pork Swordsman, is the newsletter free, and do we get it over the webs? Why, yes, it is. Go to www.vtwproductions.com. Click on the show Emperor's Court, and the widget should be right there on the right. You can sign up for it. Um, I am still hoping that we can get this thing back on track. If I have to write more for it, that's fine. Um, But as Emp mentioned earlier in the show before I got here, we are having a few issues. He's going to be trying something new with the word of the emperor, but definitely sign up. I am still hopeful. Yeah, we need people that can write. If, right. if you're interested in, in, in writing for the newsletter, I would highly encourage you to send me a 500-page, a, a page, or 500-page, 500-word, <laughs> there it is again, I did that before, a 500-word uh, article, a sample for me to read, look over. Please make sure it's grammatically correct. A couple of you sent one in, and I appreciate the effort and the interest, but, you know, 
God damn, you make me weep for the future of humanity because you can't string a sentence together to save your life and you can't spell with a shit. If you can't be bothered to proofread your submission, don't waste our time. Look, hey, Digit, uh, you know... Barry, uh, none Barry, left. Barry, none left. Uh, martyrdom, I mean... Martyrdom is not anymore. Martyrdom right? is not anymore. But his articles were relatively good. I mean, yes. the first two weeks, I almost went out of my mind correcting things. But they've gotten better. Um, they are to the point where I can kind of browse them and just fix the obvious stuff. I do not want to spend my Wednesday nights, my Tuesday nights, rewriting your article because you can't be bothered to spell check. But we'd still love to have you write. If you can... <laughs> Uh, we'd be happy to put your work out there for everyone to see. Don't fucking suck, but please send us your articles. <laughs> exactly. This one, uh, my six hours of archives. Hail Emperor. Just got back from taking my wife to Ikea in Charlotte. Got to catch up on all the good stuff from my absence the last two weeks. Now that is a long trip to Ikea, dude. You're gone for two weeks to that place? I know it's big, but goddamn. Wow. Really enjoy the quickening where all the internet rules and laws were laid out. Maybe a new field of social studies will open up just to study the internet personalities that exist out there. It's going to be back and listening live to the show, Scrub Puppy. Actually, I think such a field already exists. Does it? Well, I know there's enough people out there that are actually writing articles and, and thesis and what happened. Oh, shit. Whoa. Okay, six just popped in at the same time. God damn. All right. Uh, I'm going to buy myself a headset, a nice expensive one. I'm thinking about Astro's A40s. What do you use and what do you recommend? I do believe this is Beefalo. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Maniac Killer. This is the, yeah, Beefalo Brown. All right. What do I use for a headset? Um, I use two different formats. When I'm playing on, on my system, playing games, I use a Logitech, basically just a wraparound headset with mic. Nothing too elaborate, okay? Obviously, for if you talk about like the headset I'm using now, um, three years ago, when I got my job where I'm at now, I invested in a nice pair of Bose headphones, wraparound headphones. Uh, they're kind of like noise canceling. They cancel out a good chunk of the noise. They run about 150 bucks. I've had these things for three years, and they are phenomenal, and they are a, a godsend working in the environment that I'm at because they can get kind of loud. Not to mention, I am actually pretty hard of hearing. Um, won't go into the get into that story because it's kind of long. Suffice to say, I, I have reduced hearing and always have. So these are, are, are excellent because I'm able to hear a lot of things that I normally wouldn't. Like if you had a normal stereo playing, there's a lot of notes and stuff that I would not be able to hear. With these, not only because of the quality, but because of the way they're shaped and they wrap around, I can hear a great deal. Um, they're Bose wraparound headphones. I would recommend them if you've got the money. Another thing, too, is Bose really supports them. Like the original pair I had, the, uh, the foam padding basically you know fell away because i use it six seven hours a day uh yeah so it just kind of ate away and fell apart they sent me brand new ones in the mail free of charge a week later and said if they didn't work call them back and they'd give me a deal on another pair so dearest emperor talk about how good i am at video games please thanks solex solex is one of the 11 year olds that i curse out on xbox live right and but he we... sucks at video games anything else Hmm. <laughs> You're gay. <laughs> <laughs> Fag. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Somebody tagged me in a post on Facebook. Good for you. Uh, let's see. Here are your sound clips. Enjoy. Nice. Joystick. All right. I will download these right now. I will. Eh, perhaps I should click on them first. Save file. Help. I believe these are the Joe Tate sound clips. Ah. 
Yes, Joe Tate is one of my uh, uh, aspiring, one of the heroes of broadcasting I've enjoyed here in Cleveland. Let's see. If we don't get Sesame Street here in the UK, AAA1 from the Pork Swordsman. Well, thank God you were here to let us know. Okay. I'm surprised that Sesame Street's not in the UK. Well, it's PBS. Yeah. Even so. Okay, we went through all those already? Oh, here's another one. Jesus, Pork Swordsman. What would we have to write about? Make it gaming, internet. I honestly don't care. Right. It's pretty wide open field, but just like he said, make it something related to what we talk about. I'll link it. Yeah, the internet. There you go. Howdy, Emperor Baron is not here, and Varyar. Dara has here. But for you guys, it could be anything. That's true because I don't know how to pronounce that. Steam has recently rolled out a service for trading Team Fortress 2 items and Steam gifts outside of the game. So I could trade my teddy bear with an engineer hat on it. For a copy of Civilization V or any other you have that can be gifted. What do you think about this? Is it actually worth it to trick out your sniper with three top hats on it and give someone a copy of a freaking game or a game pass? Thanks for reading this, Darahas. I well, honestly don't care. Yeah, to me that's irrelevant because you're spending money either way. Right. And if you're if it's if you're getting it like uh, some of the hats are drops in Team Fortress 2, the rare drops. If you get one. You know, it's sitting selling it on eBay. It's going to have a price. So right. if you want to trade it for a game, eh, go ahead. I, I, you know, it's your stuff. You know, it's, it's again, one of those things we've talked about before with the whole microtransactions thing. Um, as long as it doesn't affect the actual game, as long as it's not, a, is your, as long as your stuff isn't affecting my ability to play, I really don't care. And the fact of the matter is, like you said, this is stuff they would have paid for anyways. Right. If if it is worth it, if I have a hat and you have Civ Five and it's worth it to you to trade it to me, then who am I? I mean, who cares? It doesn't matter. I will say this: if you're a sniper and you have three top hats on top of you, it makes it very difficult to hide in certain places, and it just makes you a bigger target to shoot. Think before you put them on. Greetings, my lord. I couldn't get past the Eric Cartman type of voice Francis has. Is he justified in being that upset? And Smurfette sends along this YouTube video about this. Holy shit. Oh. <laughs> that is awesome. Well, that is godly. I think we have a new beefalo. I cannot believe this guy put himself on the internet. I am so happy. Francis is upset. This guy has, has quite a bit of downloads. Comments. Right? Comments. I'm not getting up place oh they have to buy two tickets but that's well, a whole see, that's other... less fun i thought it would be much more well no because this guy's got a ton of these things so he's been doing it for a while they're not gonna make fun of the fact that he looks like a giant walrus and sounds like a gay eric cartman i've got a i gotta believe this is part of an act i mean the fact that you're fat and ugly and all full red in the face i don't think that's an act yeah no but i think <laughs> the voice might be my right. guilt message bard anyways what he's pissed about is, is essentially what everybody else is pissed about and that's one of the things we we're going to get to a little later on is that Blizzard can't seem to wrap their head around the fact that people are pissed about having to have a constant internet uh, connection for you to actually be able to play the game. You know, people say, well, Steam requires it. No, Steam has an offline mode. Mm -hmm. And I play a lot of my Steam games offline, especially when I don't want to be bothered by other people. You know, I have a very large Steam friends list because of, of this, because of the Emperor's Court. I'm not about to go and rebuy all the games I've got just so I can put them into a different account that people don't know and can't read. So I go offline. Diablo doesn't have that option. Look, Diablo 1 and 2, and somebody else mentioned it already, were already franchises that existed that 
that um, the way the game was played was fine the way it was. You didn't have to reinvent the wheel here, just like StarCraft II. The game was fine with the format that they had. People were used to playing this. It's a single-player game that had an online capability. All right? Now it's, it's a single-player game that you are forced to play online, that you now have to spend actual money to buy new items. And somebody had a great comic, and I saw it uh, in uh, one of the threads on a different website. Where it's it's got this this guy who's dressed up as one of the characters from Diablo and he's fighting Diablo, and Diablo asks him, "How do you get this awesome gear?" Because he kills him, and the guy comes right back to life, and the bottom says, "With my father's master card," and then he kills Diablo. <laughs> and it's true because you can buy your items now through the auction house using real money. I'm just waiting for the day where it's swipe your card to do damage. However much money <laughs> you spend, you know, like I'll spend. Do you want to win this game? How much you, you want did to spend? Hundred damage, you know. Now, one thing I haven't understood here, and I'm guessing that's the case, is if I have an item that I sell at an auction, I get to keep that money? Or do you get, like, a credit for uh, other things? Okay, that's possible. That you could use in-store. I have not seen that explained anywhere. It very well maybe, but I have not seen it. But my guess is they would get... It'd be kind of cool if Blizzard, like, mailed you a check. If you get, like, a hundred bucks, it would probably be through PayPal or some shit right. like that. You spend, somebody buys my sort of everlasting awesomeness for a hundred bucks. Blizzard takes 20% of it. You're selling that? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, I'm, uh, they'll probably take a cut. I mean, they are the house. Right. It, it, you know, it's, it's the juice. That's what you're giving them. I, I, that's what I'm guess. What? <laughs> it, it's a gambling term. You, that was what? awesome. It is what you call it. I know. I know it's what you call I just didn't think you were going to say it. That's awesome. It's the juice. It, it is. It. All right. Well. The juice is I, 10% starting after five days. Hey, Ampin, whoever else showed up. Remember the fake Apple story? Well, apparently there were a few more than it was initially thought. I suspect this is a tally which will continue to rise as the weeks go on. Xanath. Xanath actually sent in a bunch of Chinese stories that defy explanation. So much so that I've actually none left to find me a sounder. And I'm going to have to make up like a little like a little bit, like a little thing to play now. Weird shit Just China. for stories that come yeah. out of China. Because this, it's, it just keeps getting better. Hey, Emp, I've been trying to PVE... World of Warcraft, and wanted to move into player versus player. To play with you guys, would I have to download the Wild Trial from the U.S. website? Also, do you know of any other games that a laptop will be able to play? The laptop is fairly new. Thanks from the Pork Swordsman. Uh, I, I would need to see the specs of your laptop. You know, Saying it's new doesn't mean anything. You could buy a $300 netbook and a piece of shit won't run anything. Or you could have my old godly laptop. That you bought specifically to take overseas to play games. Yes. Or then you turned around and made money off of. No, I didn't. You Okay. Wait, how did I make... Uh, I was under the impression that you were selling internet access to your fellow soldier. Oh, well, no, they actually canceled that. It was very sad. Okay. They wouldn't let me do it. And then... That was a hell of an idea, though. I know, it was an awesome idea. Yeah. Dude, I would have made bank. <laughs> All it would have taken... It was about 5,000 startup. Numbers came out. Conservative numbers showed me making 50 grand. I would have made bank on that. Fucking fascist. Should have cut him in on it. That's what you should have done. Like, uh, look, dude, they heard about Colonel. it. Like, I was halfway through. I mean, we were literally at the order shit and make it run stage when an officer heard about it. Because I'd been going out and talking to people. I was like, hey, how much How much would you pay for See, and that like, was kind full of, up? That was the problem. Damn. Well, I didn't. I didn't talk to him at all. I wasn't going to ask permission. Yeah, had to have ask. known that people would pay to do that. You should have oh, just of done course. it. Oh, no, no, no. But I didn't know how much they would pay. I was about to have a monopoly, my friend. I was going to have a lock on the internet market in Fallujah, Iraq. <laughs> and do you think those boys would not, and boys and girls would not have paid sure for high-speed internet yes. access? 
I mean, I had already they would called have paid for any internet. Access. I had already called a company and talked them into, or not talked them into, but worked out a negotiation for a direct downlink from a satellite hovering over the Mediterranean. I had done wow. that kind of legwork on this. I was ready to go and make bank on this, and then it somehow got around. And one day, a major showed up and was like, "So, um, are you the guy to talk to about internet?" And me, dumbass, in full on business mode, I'm like. Come on into my office. Let's oh, talk price. Shit. You know, because I didn't. I was going to ask forgiveness, right. not permission. I didn't. You know, I didn't think anything would be. Well, wrong there, with was it. there anything in regulations that said you couldn't do it? Uh, communications, discipline, and security. They were worried my inner. Well, that's the thing. They came uh, up to no, 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 to stop me, to stop me, because okay. there were no rules against it, to stop me from creating my own awesome ISP. They basically handed me a list of their objections. Uh, they can look at porn, which technically is against the rules. I don't care, but it is. Yes, because guys in the field don't have porn with them at right. any time. Oh, gotcha. Good. No, in the first okay. week of showing up, the guys that are leaving are selling their porn stashes <laughs> to the guys that are getting there for like a hundred. It's like I got this external hundred gigs, hundred bucks. You know, I mean, it, it's wow. like that. But anyways, you know, there's no there's not supposed to be any porn. I'm like, I can put a blocker up. That's fine. I don't yeah. care. You know, content blocker. Well, we're worried about, you know, if because there are times where they shut down all communications and we go into blackout. I'll OK, you, I'll give you a kill switch. I don't care. That's fine. Yeah. Or I'll keep a kill switch. You just let me know when we need to go dark. I'll go dark. I'll, I'll follow the rules. Well, we're worried about encryption and security. <laughs> are you kidding me? I can do that. I'll put a 256-bit key on there that only I have. Wait a minute. We'll they, they got freaking reporters all over the damn place. Right. You can tell me about OPSEC? Come on. Oh, yeah. No, I had I came. I put together a 30-minute presentation. And I put it up because they had this list of objections, and they thought that would get rid of me. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd already done like three weeks' worth of work on this in my off time to make this happen. I went up there. I gave them this 30-minute presentation addressing every single one of their bullet points. I got an email from a general. Don't no. even worry about it. Just don't listen. It's over. It's not going to happen. Stop trying. Because I gave the presentation, then I didn't hear anything back, so I was bugging everybody. I mean, I bugged my colonel. I was bugging all my officers. I was calling regiment going, hey, what about my proposal? They never heard what their real problem with this was. I think they just didn't want me to make that much money. Again, if they were stupid, either A, should have done it themselves, or B, said, okay, but since you're oh. doing this, then you have to oh, not oh, only oh. meet these objections, but a part of it, again, the juice would have to go towards the service. No, no, no. Six months later, Right about a month before we're leaving, about a month before, well, no, it was about seven months later, I guess, eight months. About a month before we're leaving, I hear a private company's coming in, and they're going to do it. No, well, there you go. Somebody sold and the idea. So, oh, I was pissed. I went up there. I'm like, what the fuck? I was trying to do this. You assholes have got to be kidding me. And I got yelled at because I called them assholes. Just help me remind you the gracious emperor to read my email dating back to last week, Wanora. The novel? Yes, the novel. Then we'll get to the hate mail, but we have a couple more to get to. Nice. It was a genius idea. I would have made money hand over fist. I'm still mad about that. I think it was actually very clever. I agree. Thank you. Mm. Uh, to Otakon and back from Lenora Wesley. Friday was busy. Got Patrick Seitz's autograph. He's the voice actor for Garrosh and Arthras. Uh, for those who play World of Warcraft. Attending the Johnny Young Bosch panel to listen to a strange guitar strumming answer to questions. And then crash his autograph line, somehow ending up near the front of the line. Goes to show that people should form lines before the staff actually forms them. Ends up sort of weird. Uh, bought a bunch of swag in the dealer's room at Artist Alley. Lots of Yuki Nagato art. I have no idea what the hell it is. And a few Nemeroids and shirts. Saw the Funimation panel. Was inspired to sit down and watch Baka and Test. 
stayed a hypocrite. What? Okay. Watched it online rather than buy the DVD. Good man. Late that night, attended the Voice Actors After Dark panel, which I was at myself. It was basically an hour and a half comedy show. It was awesome. Turned in for the night after wandering around a bit more. By then, it was late. So we were actually there for that as well. Saturday wasn't as busy. I did notice you didn't go to the AMV contest, which was stupid. That is, like, the thing to go to. Saturday wasn't as busy and ended up being a lot of anime watching. Attended the dura ra 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 panel. I don't know what the hell that fuck is. Okay. Bright and early. Sites and Bosch were there. I think they followed me. And then wandered the artist alley till around 1245. Uh, let's see. I thought it would have been a good, good deal to get in line for the Trigun really early. I was willing to wait through the entire previous showing, which turned out to be a Tekken movie, to get a good seat. As it turned out, the HD theater did no clearouts after each showing, even before Trigun. Okay, well, that's some bullshit right there. That goes back to the story I told last week where we got fucked on that one. Almost did. I'm glad we stayed the course and got in there. So as I sat in the separate room uh, line to wait out Tekken, I and other line uh, goers were pushed into Tekken by the staff. I probably ended up in a better spot because of it. After Tekken, the strangest showing of a girl on Android girl action I've ever seen in a while, I waited around a half hour for Trigun to start as the staff pushed people into any possible seats. Thankfully, I had to take a center seat, maybe uh, seven or so rows from the front. The Trigun movie was amazing, and I'll gladly buy the DVD when it comes out in September. The same goes for the two-hour, 40-minute Haruhai movie dub, which was made even better as Crispin Freeman is a great voice actor, but as an addendum, we all know, personally, he's an asshole. Uh, just ask Hounder about that sometime. I've met the guy, too. He's kind of a douche. I thought the Trigun movie was solid. I, you know, wouldn't jizz myself over it, but it was good. The seven-hour marathon was draining, so I ended up back at the hotel sooner than I thought, passing out early. Sunday was uneventful, as I was simply waiting for my friend to finish what panels we wanted to see. I just wanted to get back home. I ended up in video one, the huge screening room, re-watching the Trigon movie. Once that was over, I was officially finished, and I soon uh, was on my way back. Final swag list includes Halo 2 Collector's Edition, unopened in a plastic seal uh, package, 60 bucks. Kyan Nendroid, Bought on Friday for 60 bucks. Yuki Nagato Nendroid, Nendoroid, whatever. Bought on Sunday to match the Kion figure. Bargained down from 60 to 40. Getting Emp to read your novel on air. Priceless. Priceless. Several t-shirts. Seems one like Haruhai themed, which is a chick anime, I might add. One Dororororo themed. One Nazi LOZ shirt. I know this is Navi, but Nazi sounds cooler. And some shirt about exploding lemonades. Two pieces of Yuki Nagato art from Artist Alley. Other tiny bits of art, badges, buttons, and things like that. All in all, I have no doubt I'll be attending Otakon next year, and hopefully I can join you in bio at Hooters next time. I'm all about that. I would like to get everybody to go with us to Otakon next year. I think it would be a lot more fun that way. You'd be down for that, wouldn't you, Varyar? I would love to. Dear Amp, I am mailing as an outraged British citizen. I knew this was coming. These riots have now got out of control. I think that it's time we stopped pissing around and flew the military in. If they get shot at, I can guarantee they will stop. What is your view on this, and what do you think of my suggestion? Also, could you tell me how this has affected Britain's rep in the States? Thanks, the Pork Swordsman. B.S., could you email me as well as bring it up on the show? Okay. In your terms, you're ineffectual wankers, I think, is how you're viewed right now. We're not so... Look, hearing that the British are riding over something is nothing exactly new to us. You people ride over a goddamn soccer game. Especially True. the Germans are in town. There's, there's urine bombs and blood bombs being tossed everywhere. 
The anarchists running through the streets, again, is something we hear about pretty frequently. And to be honest, the fact that there are 11 and 12-year-olds is kind of amusing to us. Yes. Man up. Get some teenagers at the very least. Pass a Second Amendment, Chuckles. Get your guns back. Dude, you got a long way to go. And this is all over a gun. No kidding. I mean... Yeah. uh, Tell me if this story doesn't sound familiar. (laughs) I know where this is going. The black guy shoots the cop first. The cop shoots the black guy. Everybody riots. (laughs) Hold on. Wasn't... What was... Oh, what was his name? Uh, it was similar. It wasn't what, the exact same thing. Rodney King. Thank you. Eh. Uh, I do know, and I said this on the forums publicly, that you guys have a long way to go before you can hang with us as far as race riots. You know, we got it's L.A. riots. Yeah, that's right. L.A. riots. <laughs> Here in Cleveland, we got the Huff Dude, riots. Wisconsin. Yeah, the, those, fla- the black flash mobs. They caught those kids. Those kids said it was racially motivated. Did they? Not, the, not to mention the ones in Philly, the one in Chicago, yep. the one in Miami. The one in San Francisco. Although I do see And they're all the same, and I don't get it. Have you seen the before and afters of Britain for these riots? Yes. I do sympathize, because that is horrific. Yeah, it is. I mean, the Sony building looks like it's melted. They've got all these, like, picturesque, historical little towns and shit. Or maybe that's what everything looks like in Britain. I don't know. But, <laughs> fuck, I don't know. It looks like it's like... You know, I call it urban renewal. I'm telling you, man, it that shit sucks. Yeah, I know they they stopped uh, a couple days ago. Yeah, we know. Yeah, I know. It's all right. It's... We're just saying you should have shot some of them. Not the military, but your cops. They don't even carry guns. I mean, come on. Which is We're stupid. We're gun people. It's kind of weird that, it, and this is funny about the Australians, you hear about this all the time, too. They don't have any guns. The people aren't supposed to have guns. And yet, the criminals always have guns. Obviously. And criminals don't give a shit about gun control laws. Yugi Amazing. from Yu-Gi-Oh. All right, gotcha. All right. Why did he waste money on Halo? Funny. Uh, Scrub up. We can't use troops on American citizens. There's a law against it. Uh, it's called habeas corpus. Posse comitatus act. Oh, well, that's yeah, what they do about comitatus. Habeas corpus is. Uh, ba, 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 ba. I know this. Or Ohio State could have just won or lost any sports game. Now, Posse okay. That's Ohio right. State hasn't had I'm a an good idiot. riot now in a couple of years. It's been a little while, and I was there when they beat Notre Dame. And my sister had a uh, a house on Main Street, and I saw that riot took place. And it was funny when the cops came out with the knee knockers because they came on both sides of the street. And for those who don't know what a knee knocker is, it's like a little wooden bolt, like a little wooden cylinder. Think of like a pop can, but half the size. And they shoot these things at you. It was funny as all hell looking at these kids trying to get out of there because they couldn't go back and they couldn't go forward. And they had the ghetto bird like over top of them with the big giant, you know, spotlight. Oh, it was good. It was funny. Nice. But no, you cannot bring the. Look, they got 36,000 whatever cops they put on the streets to fight that. that right in london you can't put the military in there nope kent state showed that militaries are not designed to keep right peace they don't give a shit you throw something at them you shoot them they will shoot back a cop has a shield he'll put up with some of your nonsense for a little while before he arrests you a soldier isn't gonna care he's just gonna shoot you and then move on to the next asshole who's throwing a brick this is one of the this is the cause of many many problems in the world when people don't understand that the military is not composed of cops. It's not our job. They don't have that restraint, nor should they. They're soldiers. Not to mention, you put soldiers on the ground in a major first world nation like Britain. You oh, put them on the streets God. of London. It only takes one person shot or killed. Now you've got an even bigger ride on your hands. And then blood flows. Yes. Not to mention the government will have been seen to have lost control of the situation yep. as soon as the troops hit the ground. Because as soon as troops get threatened and they shoot and then the riot gets bigger, guess what they're going to keep doing? They're going to keep shooting. Look, there's in boot camp, I had to 
repeat this over and over and over to the point where I can still remember it and the inflection I used to repeat it in to this day. My job is to locate, close with, and destroy the enemy through fire and maneuver. It's, that's what it is. That's what the military does. You don't arrest people. You don't subdue people. You don't stop riots. You shoot people. Putting the military on the ground, there is a reason there are laws it's against it. It's a bad it. idea. It's always a bad idea. All right, these are the two that were sent to uh, the old email address. Folks, it is emperor1g at cox.net. Amp Hilder and Varyar. Hail terrific trio, I had a question. You've been on the air now for several years, and it's pretty obvious you've had a lot of success so far. That's those two. I'm late to the party. You've rolled out a web letter and a show with a rabid community, so how do you know when you become a success? Do you have a final goal for yourselves, and have you reached that goal, or will you soon? From Philly with Cheese, Jer? Gare? Jer. All right. Do I have goals for the show? Yes. Have we reached them? I think a couple of them we've reached. Uh, when we put the whole thing together, when I, when I thought the whole thing up, the idea of mine was simply to have as many listeners as possible, having the most fun we could. There are some people out there that are under the delusion that they can make a living off of this, and there are very, very few that can, especially for any kind of length of period of time. Maybe in the short term, that's cool, but much like everything else on the Internet, you get stale real quick. Everything does. That's the, yes. That's the nature of the beast. Having said that, it's not just staying relevant. And I think that's one of the reasons why we try to mix things up. The show in and of itself is pretty organic. And I hate to sound like a broken record, but it is. Some of the, you know, the inside jokes, some of the, the new segments, things like that, kind of are built up and created themselves through a shared experience. You listening, us sitting here, talking to you, interacting, and doing the show. My goal was so that every show we do is entertaining and fun. It's not boring, regurgitated shit. And there are a bunch on, uh, you know, out there. There's a couple on this network, you know, I would call out our own, that are just the same thing every week. They don't try. They don't care. It sounds boring. There's no debate. There's no argument. You know, there, there's no expression of ideas. It's somebody says something, everybody else agrees. Well, that doesn't mean anything. That's that's not. If you're just trying to put out there that you know two, three, four, five, six people that are on the show all agree with one topic, <laughs> then you could probably do that with just one person. Then saying, "Me and my five buddies all agree this is an awesome idea." I like X. So do I. So do I. So do I. Okay, next topic. Yes. Good chat. That's that's one thing. Other goals. Uh, that, no, the show is not where I want it to be, and I don't know that it ever will be. And I think that's kind of the problem, is that once you get to a point where you've reached and done everything you want to, that's when you kind of start to slack off, you start to become bored. That's one of the reasons why I want to do this, this 10 to 15 minute little vignette thing of recording. It's something new, it's something different, it's something extra. We don't have to. Trust me, there's nobody on the station that's saying, we need more Emperor on the station. They don't <laughs> like me. Folks, if you haven't figured it out by now, no one here likes me. They never have. Wait, hold on, really? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Present company included. They don't want me here. They don't like me. I'm just here for the beer. They, there you see. And by God, he does. What are you, number three now? Yes, sir. All right. Still got one to go. Yes, sir. That, that's, the, that's the long and short of it. All right. You know, no, again, no one's here saying we need you to do more. We already do more than everybody else. 
I already do more than everybody else. Maybe not gnome-wise, because the guy does everything around here for our station, the show, all the technical stuff. I mean, gnome's the, a beast. The guy's a wizard. But aside from that, so no, I, I'd like to get phone calls in here. I like the idea with doing the Skype calls for Facebook Face-Off, where people have to you know, try to convince us on the air of why we should want to be friends with them. I think That'd that's awesome. great. That'd be awesome. I'll be working on that this week to see if I can make that happen. Um, I'd like to get Highlander and Varyar both here on a regular basis, on a regular night. But unfortunately, this is just the nature of the beast. Uh, I will say this, that I think it's there's something to be said that we float around between any of four different nights. Yeah. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, we always draw a bigger crowd than anybody else. We always have a more interactive crowd than anybody else. Rock on, my Our leash. numbers continue to go up, not down. Good. And that was my fear, is that, it, look... It'd be more consistent if we had a day. Sure, it'll be more consistent for me. Oh, yeah. But there's something to be said for that for the community. And, and you're right when you say it's a rabid community. It is. Not everybody can say the same. And that tool was a goal. Because a shared experience to me is always more entertaining than just one you experience yourself. Now, oh, definitely. That's, that's my personal opinion. That's why I like going to sold-out games. I like going to you know a movie on the first night it comes out. Because when you've got a thousand other people watching it, something that was a joke is a lot funnier when eight hundred other people are laughing at it. So, I would definitely agree. And just yeah, I'm not sure I can still claim the outsider looking in status anymore, but probably to an extent. From my perspective, just to go back to the shared experience thing, I mean, these guys are the reason this show is as organic and cool and fun as it is. Guys, I mean, I like M. We can sit and BS for hours. That's that's awesome. But I mean, if it weren't for you guys interjecting and bringing stuff up and bringing up points and you know talking during the show and you know the IRC so often goes in this and something I hadn't really realized, but until I sat in, the IRC so often goes off and on its own little tangent. And how often does that get brought into the show? I mean, you guys right. so often influence how this works out. I think that's the strength of this show. I mean, you guys are the show. Um, and, you know, that sounds kind of masturbatory. I mean, a lot of people say, you know, oh, if it weren't for the fans, yeah, you know, but so many people say things like that. But how many shows do you actually do the fans actually control to the extent that they control this one or um, have any input of any kind? Right. None. I mean, maybe they take calls, but I mean, even talk like mainstream talk radio, those calls are screen. I mean, you guys just go off on whatever the hell you want. And it's hilarious. I love reading the IRC. I think it's funny as shit. I mean. That at least from my perspective, that's the true strength of this franchise. I would I would love to get Highlander's opinion on that. In fact, if he's here next week when he gets back from Worldcon, uh, remind me to ask him the same question and get his input because he's been here, you know, however many years. Uh, the says once the Empress Court gets interviews to be the go-to tech guys on Fox, I think I would be happy. <laughs> I don't think uh, so. Emp tried the FCC thing and didn't last. That's true. I don't like the FCC. Solex, I uh, like you. Well, thank you. I think Gnome likes Gnome Wise likes everybody. So okay, so take Gnome out of the mix. Other than Gnome, most people can't stand me. I like Gnome. Gnome's awesome. Yes, he is. Gnome's the dude. This is the most endearing things these hosts have said to us. It's not the first time we said it, you dick. We said it all the time. <laughs> you know what? Fuck you. How's that? Now, if I had a hate mail sounder, I would play it because this, I got this. You should get one. Now, I, something fun. I, yeah, I'll have to find something or make something. Somebody just screamed like, hate mail! Like weird like noise or something. Okay. Um, I'm not even going to take a swipe at the bad spelling because that would be kind of a, a, a pussy move. But so, 
Suffice Spell to say, Beltrix automated. Taking a swipe at bad spelling is not a pussy this is, move. And this is poorly written. There's red lines. They mean something. Emperor, I've been listening to your dribble now for months, and I've had it. Okay. First sentence. If you didn't like the first couple shows, common sense probably would have dictated you'd stop right there rather than torturing yourself. But I digress. You're an idiot. TLDR. At first, I thought you were just playing along with your audience with the whole godlike thing, but now I realize you truly believe your own hype. You really believe you are king shit at the network? A network. And, yeah, network. <laughs> and, the, and that your audience worships the internet you cast from. You suck. You're negative, mean, vindictive. True. And your co-hosts aren't any better. I take offense. Even Highlander is a cheap foil like Combs was for Hannity. You're a fucking joke, kid. Oh, you're a fucking joke, kid. I think you lie about the numbers you get because only a small dicked moron with no brain would take the time to listen to your pathetic show. It isn't even really about games. It's just random shit you spew out. How anyone can follow your show is a fucking disgrace to humanity. John. You're gay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay whatever can't please them all yeah and honestly if that's someone that could have been a fan but isn't i'm gonna be honest i'm happy he's not on the team well here's the thing he goes on let's see if i can did i delete that or let's see there's something i i kind of caught towards the end uh Damn it. Did I delete it or not? Let no, no, see. no. You didn't. I don't think you did. Did you? Maybe you did. Uh, God damn it. Just hang on. Oh, dear. I got to get rid of this, some of the stuff here because people just keep writing in. Clickety-click. Delete. Yeah. All right. What do you got here? Yeah, there it is. There it is. Forwarded to myself. Um, so I've been listening to your dribble for now for months, and I've had it. Okay, then he goes on. Uh, I think you lied about the numbers you get because only a small dick moron with no brain would take the time to listen to your pathetic show. Now he's insulting you people. And himself. He's been listening for months. Well, that's a valid point. And it takes him months before he gets up enough enough angst, enough bitter and vile to say, you <laughs> suck and I'm not going to listen to you anymore. I, I honestly, I, I have to tell you, as much of an asshole as I am, as much of a pain in the ass... I'm right about everything person as I am. I have literally not one single time been moved to write hate mail. I just don't care enough. You know what I do? Don't listen. I change the station. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I, I don't know. I Look, if you don't like it, you're not going to like it. But at the same time, does he really think his email is going to make you change something? No, and I think it was a swipe at the audience. I think it's a swipe at me. And that's fine. Look, it, it's not for everybody. Care. I'm not going to change the way I'm doing things. Uh, if if the numbers crash tomorrow and everybody said they didn't like it anymore, I just wouldn't do it anymore. I would just stop. And I, I, I'm sorry I don't like the show, but, yeah, you know. I hope you feel better that you wrote the letter. I hope you feel better that I read it over the air. Although, because you're not a small dick moron, right, you're not going to hear about it because you don't listen to the show anymore. I'm guessing. He's mad because he didn't make the friends list. <laughs> 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 the downside of the Facebook face-off. Now, I, I don't know. I mean, look, if you don't, like you said, if you don't like it, you don't like it. And, you know, you're sure as shit not going to change. And I really don't feel any Sam, take the high ground, imp. 
Fuck that. I'm at the high ground. They're in the kill zone. I always take the high ground. <laughs> That's where I put my artillery. It, true story. True fucking story. He always goes to the high ground, and that's always where he puts his artillery. And then sometimes when he's it not is. fucking careful, <laughs> he fires canister shot into his allies' goddamn infantry formation. Don't walk in front of game. it. Don't walk in front of it. You know I'm firing down into the enemy ranks. Why would you march in front of my artillery? You know what? I'm trying to keep you from getting cut oh. off in flank since half your force is artillery. Get to I'm the guy with all the shock infantry. Ah, Now, tr true, uh, next time we'll get mortars, but... There you go. Actually, you we uh you remember that Empire Total War game we played where both of us maxed out on mortars, mm -hmm. and then we just sat there. Hey, it was the most boring. Oh game yeah, I've it was like fifteen played. mortars each, just like lobbing shells, and they did not move for like a fucking hour. They didn't know what to do. They they were just sitting there, just watching us, and slowly taking casualties. Won the game by attrition should never have happened. They could have just charged across the field, exactly. lost half their army, and won because we had nobody to stop them. Exactly. But it was It was, really funny. It was <laughs> funny as hell. Oh, it was awesome. No, we can play some Napoleon once you get your rig running. I like That's this uh, from Leaf. Here's a touching story for you. Once upon a time, you were a fag, you died, and the emperor lived happily ever after. The <laughs> end. <laughs> uh, oh, yes, well. Porta was the irate children guy. And he did make the Iron Friends list, so... Proving that our standards are ridiculously low. Okay, now. <laughs> in our defense now, hang on. In our defense. There was uh, a vote. That's right. We didn't do it. I actually voted it, so I blame them. All right. So I said before we need to have like a Chinese center for all the different Chinese articles. We're going to run through these real quick. All right. There's two of them that Xan has sent in. And uh, uh, I'll play got? this. You know who get it real bad now? Chinese people. They're the only ones that be getting fucked over bad. You be teasing them and shit. Ever go in the restaurant to order up some food and Chinese dude be in there and then when he leave, you go like this. Everybody makes fun of the Chinese when they order some food up and shit. And they nice guys. They be all cordial shit. When they leave, you go. Okay. So with that, uh, Chinese stories. So there's two of that coming out of China. One of them is awesome. Yes. I'll let you do the awesome one. Um, yes. Both of them from Escapist Magazine. 27, okay, hang on. This is not the Chinese one I wanted. This is from Crouchy Tiger and Dragon. Hang on, I'm going to eject this. I'm going to get something that's just Chinese weird music. Hang on. Chinese weird music? Yes. Isn't all Chinese music weird? Uh, I actually I kind of like some of the authentic Chinese music. Dun, 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 dun. That's Chip Japanese, dick. <laughs> Ugly American, stupid. <laughs> I don't care. I'm American, goddammit. Stereotypes are true. <laughs> okay. Um, all right, let's give this magazine. 27 fake Apple stores discovered in China. That's 27 fake stores so far. Now, remember, we, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Back in May, Steve Ballmer claimed that piracy robbed Microsoft of 95% of its revenue in the country. Holy shit. Well, it turns out that Apple's sort of having the same problem. Fake Apple stores are cropping up all over the place. Last month, sub, uh, web surfers were surprised to learn that fake Apple stores were starting to pop up over in China. Reports were coming in that at least five convincingly fake Apple stores could be found in the city of Kunming. Not only did they look like the real thing, but a lot of employees actually believed they were working for Apple. When the news of the fake stores reached Apple's headquarters in Shanghai, complaints started being made in Kunming authorities. Basically, Apple's primary problem with the stores was that they were using official Apple logos without permission, making them look that they were the real deal. An investigation was launched by officials on August 2nd, and a further 22 stores 
were found to be selling either official or counterfeit Apple products under the guise of being an official store. Exactly how these... Okay, this is still not the same music I wanted. This fucking sucks. <laughs> Stop. Eject. All right. You know what? If we can't do Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, because I'm not going to go through all of them to figure out which one's right. Hang on. I know just the thing. Ah, a plan. Yep. There. Oh, there you go. There we go. Romance of Three Kingdoms. Doesn't get more Chinese than that. There we go. Much better. Sets the mood. Exactly how these stores will be dealt with remains to be seen. Technically, they should be shut down, as China has laws in place that protect trademarks and prohibits companies from copying the look and feel of another company's stores. Unless it benefits the Chinese government. However, as Reuters points out, in May, China was listed for the seventh year by the U.S. Trade Representative's Office as a country with one of the worst records for, for preventing copyright theft. So there's not five stores, there's 27 that they found so far in a country of almost 2 billion people. I'm going to guess there's a few more. I'm just, just a few. I mean, I'm throwing just this a couple out more, there. maybe. It's a theory, it's a hunch. But I think there might be a couple more. Uh, Varyar, I think we actually have another break we got to take. We're going to take a small break after this next story. We'll come back to the Facebook face-off, one other story, and we're going to get out of here. So do this one. This is from Escapist Magazine. All right, this, is, this one made me laugh <laughs> and think that they were awesome. Criminals use crossbow and zipline to smuggle Apple tech. Want to smuggle iPads and iPhones from China into Hong Kong? There's an app for that. It's called a crossbow. <laughs> Recent stories in the news have seen some pretty strange stories coming out of China when it comes to people doing outlandish stuff for technology and or video games. First, there was the teen who sold a kidney for an iPad, covered here on the Emperor's Court. Then, there were the parents who were selling their kids to support their gaming habits, also covered here on the Emperor's Court. Now, there are the smugglers who use zip lines to get all sorts of Apple swag into Hong Kong from the mainland. I'm sorry, not to, like, go completely off... Just thinking about this, I have like an image from a movie in my head, like some guy with like a it's satchel. Like Ocean's full Eleven of with a bunch of like Apple stuff. Yeah. Right, he's hanging onto the thing. There's cool music playing. He's zipping down. Uh, it's awesome. In my head, seriously, if you guys could be in there, well, first off, you'd be creeped out, but then you'd think it was pretty sweet. <laughs> Anyways, here's a little background on why one would want to smuggle tech like the iPad 2 and the iPhone 4 between China and Hong Kong. These gadgets sell for notably different prices due to different tax rates. As a result, if you buy an iPad or iPhone over in China, you can make a tidy profit if you sell it in Hong Kong and avoid the border checks and government inspectors. That's what they don't get. Hang on. Sure. What is the relationship between Hong Kong and China? I know the British handed over to them in 97. I know. Well, is it a separate prefecture or yes. how does that run? Basically, the British handed it back, right. but Hong Kong was so used to doing business under the old rules, and China didn't want to kill the goose that laid the golden eggs. So Hong Kong is part of China, but in many ways, when it comes to trade laws and business and things like that, um, they're much more capitalistic, obviously. Um, they kind of... It's almost like if Taiwan was controlled by China, but still got to play under their own rules. They still got to be free market. They still, you know, as long as they pay lip service to the ideals and they actually pay, you know, the taxes and right. follow the rules, they can do their own thing. But, yes, they are technically a part I, of China. I even noticed during the Olympics, Hong Kong marches separately. Did you ever notice? I honestly didn't. That's yeah. Right. Next it's, time, pay attention. China, the Chinese Republic comes out. Hong Kong comes out separately. Yeah, well, obviously, Taiwan does. but Well, that makes my Taiwan analogy even that much better, or analogy. So. 
Um, Except Taiwan sees themselves as their own nation, right. whereas Hong Kong is kind of like Singapore. It's just kind of like a city state. It is like a city state. It's a, but as unless something happened that I missed completely, and I don't think I would have, they're definitely controlled by the mainland Chinese. It's just they get to follow different rules again because they are so productive and so valuable. Um, which is again one of the many reasons that eventually China will fall. Anyways, or radically change, or radically change. Uh, ba, 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 government inspector. As a result, a group of smugglers came across a refreshingly old-school method of sneaking the Apple devices by using a zip line to slide them across the Shatowcock River. Using a crossbow, they shot a strong fishing line across the Shatowcock River, where the arrow lodged in a rural house on the Hong Kong side. <laughs> In total, the line was 300 meters oh, in length. Shit, that's a long that's an, line, dude. That's an awesome wow. shot, too. Using that's a, lo- a crossbow shooting 1,000 feet? That's impressive. Son of that's a bitch. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's, that's impressive. Using a large wheel and a nylon bag suspended on a hook from the line, they proceeded to slide the iPads and iPhones what's, across. Hang on, what's this? Uh, you skipped. It's right here. No, no, no. I'm still up top. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, using a large wheel and a nylon bag suspended on a hook from the line, they proceeded to slide the iPads and iPhones across in small quantities during the night. This meant no border checks and no time-consuming hiding of the devices in a vehicle in the hopes they would make it across. That sentence doesn't make sense. Okay. Of course, nobody had the common sense to realize that sending bags zipping across the river would be noticeable even at night, and authorities didn't take too long to uncover the operation. (laughs) The recovered iPads and iPhones is reportedly worth more than $46,000 American, though no one is sure just how much was smuggled across the river before the police arrived on the scene. On a side note, I'm not the only person who just had a flashback to Disney's animated Robin Hood, particularly the scene where Robin Robin and his crew attempt to use a medieval pulley system to rob Prince John's treasury until they manage to get caught and the climactic battle ensues. Am I? That's a good point. I remember that. I do. I actually happen to like that Disney movie. Uh, Kim Jong-il. Always fun. Uh, He's a funny we'll, fucker. We'll hit these up, these last two, when we come back. Okay. All right, folks, we're going to take a brief break. We are going a little late tonight because we started late. Yeah, I thank you for the, the background music. I, I had to turn it down a little bit, so sorry about that. I, I project louder than he does, so. Surprised Emp isn't covering the 20th birthday of Metroid. Happy birthday, Metroid. Yay. Yeah, we covered it. All right, folks, we're going to take a brief break, probably about seven, eight minutes. We come back. uh, We'll wrap it up. We'll do the Facebook face-off, a couple more topics, and then we're out of here. So I'll be back in a few. Warning. This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. Hello there. My name's Aspit. Before you guys get back to listening to the illustrious Emperor, I just want to remind you that you're listening to The Emperor's Court, only on VTWProductions.com. I have a microphone, but I can't promise I'm not retarded. I'm here to profit, so I will charge you more for modern warfare. Alright folks, we're back. Please let that candle back. (laughs) Let the candle back up. I'm not, I'm not joking. It's over there. Somebody farted. <laughs> and no one's going to take credit for it. I'll, Mr. Pimp's down oh, here. Believe me, I'll take okay. credit. If that was me, I, I will take credit. That was probably me. Oh. No, it, it, okay. That, it most certainly was not. Anyways, it's time for, uh, almost time for the Facebook face-off. we got uh, one more I wanted to do here is Kim Jong-il. 
Oh, North, that wacky Kim Jong Il. That North North Korea's dear leader is running a a massive multiplayer online game, Gold Farming Racket. You heard it. GameInformer.com's got this one. In one of the week's oddest stories, the New York Times reports that North Korean leader, led by notorious despot Kim Jong Il, is using a team of hackers to infiltrate popular South Korean MMORPGs and farm in-game points. Well, why not? I mean, they don't have any money of their own, so they're going to go steal some virtual money from a bunch of South Koreans. That'll teach those bastards. Apparently, specially trained North Korean hackers working cons with South, <laughs> with South Korean and Chinese operatives have been infiltrating popular South Korean MMOs like Lineage, accumulating in-game points, then selling them on the Internet to the black uh, internet black market. All right, hang on. If you can hack this shit, why are you not hacking, like, credit card companies? <laughs> Or hack their accounts to get their credit information. No, man. Lineage is where it's at. That's where all the money is. Teams of farmers work around the clock from a base in northern China. The Times says they earn over $6 million for their efforts, over half of which has been delivered to North Korean Asians in the capital of Pyongyang. It's speculated this group operates out of illicit North Korean special division that raises money through various... Why are we scared of these people? Why are we scared of these people? We are fine. <laughs> Illicit North Korean special division that raises money through various illegal activities like drug trafficking. Western sources believe the money generated through these activities is used to help fund North Korea's nuclear program and King Jong-il's lavish lifestyle. They're building nukes on the back of lineage players. <laughs> I wanted that game to die before because it was a piece of shit game, but you know what? Now it's a national security threat. Time to shut it down. <laughs> I encourage you to read the full New York Times articles. It is an extremely interesting piece, and I, then he links it. I feel like there's jokes to be made, but I just can't. In and of itself, it's there. a joke. We need more money. Catch with the MMOs. I, I, oh, God. This is from the New York Times. Actual, uh, the, the whole article. The police in Seoul, uh, South Korea, said Thursday that four South Koreans and a Korean Chinese man, Chinaman has been arrested on charges drawing on that army to organize a hacking squad of 30 young video game experts. They're going to South Korea to recruit hackers to break into lineage, steal in-game gold, and then sell it to people in the black market. Oh, my brain hurts. Oh, I don't even... I literally don't even know what to say. I mean, Working from northern China, uh, the police said the squad created software that breached servers for such popular South Korean online games as Lineage and Dungeon and Fighter. The breach allowed round-the-clock play by factories of dozens of unmanned computers. So they got bots running. Their accumulated gaming points were exchanged for cash at websites where human players are focused on acquiring enhancements for their online personas. The gaming software was then also sold. The police said such factories, while illegal, are common in South Korea and China. In a little less than excuse me, two years, the organizers made $6 million. Well, shit, let's get on gold farming. They gave 55% of it to the hackers, who forwarded some of it to agents in Pyongyang, the capital of North Korea. Really? So the hackers walked away with 55% of that? I find that hard to believe. Yeah, I mean, they get $3.5 million, but $0.50 cents is how much you spend for a bolt in the back of the head. To finance oh, that's the, all mine. Yeah, to finance the lifestyle of a man who claims he was born under the moon, under the rainbow. He's crazy. He's batshit crazy. 
This does seem like kind of one of his type of schemes, though. One of those, like, kind of crazy, almost sort of works, makes him a little bit of cash, but it's not quite ready for the big time. I mean, that's kind of how I picture Kim Jong-il with all his schemes. Like, he's got some wacky idea, and the West is just out there trying to thwart him, and, you know, he almost makes it, and he does he does okay, but he never he never quite <laughs> takes us out. It's like a cartoon. I swear to God, the man's I'll like a cartoon. I'll get you it <laughs> next time! If it weren't for those pesky kids and their damn, damn Americans, you know. <laughs> it seems like one of his schemes. I'm just saying, I kind of, I picture him as like this... Oh, like, he's a giant asshole, and he kills all these people, but in my head, he's like that wacky, you know, that kind of wacky uncle that nobody really likes, but he's always got some get-rich-quick scheme. Uh, I could just I see, know. like, Scooby-Doo and go, no, I'll see the mask off. <laughs> Kim Jong-il! I should have known it was old man ill. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, give me back me gold! All right. A series of United Nations sanctions opposed after North Korea's nuclear and ballistic missiles test in recent years aimed to squeeze the cash flow by curtailing trade with the North Korean companies suspected of illicit activities. They also ban exports of luxury goods to North Korea. Apparently not computers. The North Korean computer experts uh, were each required to send at least $500 a month back to Pyongyang government. Wow, there's an investment that pays. I just, I can't, <laughs> I can't get past how goofy this is. Like how much? Well, the fact that's working. He's making six million off of this. <laughs> Kim Jong Il, Kim Jong Il, we need money for missiles. What will we do? Infiltrate the video games. <laughs> I mean, come on. So what does he get? Like with his top ten hackers? Like all right, we made some bank off lineage. Now it's time to go for like the gold. It's like Ocean's Eleven. It's time to go for the Golden Goose. I'm gonna break into World of Warcraft. It's and like something out of Inspector Gadget. I mean, come on. We'll get ten computers. Everyone play Horde. <laughs> Everybody be a hunter. <laughs> oh, it's too much. It's too. He's <laughs> such a goofy little fuck. I mean, look. Look, at his if hair. this guy was in the <laughs> first world, if he was in Europe, this would be a boss move, and we'd all be worshiping this guy. The fact that he's got some bad shit, crazy nukes in North Korea in his own like harem. Put those bitches to work. Get them playing. They're playing female characters. Guarantee they'll make more. What appeared clear from the case, the police says that North Korean agencies, increasingly hamstrung by international sanctions, were exploring any new means to raise cash for Mr. Kim and prove their loyalty. Oh, Mr. Il, Mr. Il, I got the, I got the great idea, Delita. Video games. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> the tensions extend to the virtual world. Seoul accused North Korea of spreading malicious software that paralyzed the websites of South Korean government agencies and financial institutions in July of 2009 and again in March. In May, the South blamed North Korea for an attack that brought down a South Korean bank's network. North Korea denied responsibility and accused Seoul of inventing a conspiracy. Can't we cut them bastards off from the Internet? they got to be getting to it somehow. Oh. Why? Because then we would lose such awesome stories as this. I mean, that's kind of true. The world would be a poorer place if I couldn't hear about a man who claims to ride unicorns on the weekend hacking game companies for the epic loots. Manly stuff. <laughs> Best way to disrupt the capitalistic pigs. Destroy the markets of their virtual worlds. <laughs> we bring down the lineage economy. The lineage Dow Jones is crashing. <laughs> they named an MMO Dungeon and Fighter. It's South Korea, dude. Oh. What do you expect? So basically, he sees it as Team America. Yes, the entire world looks like Team America inside my head. That's how it works. 
I work really hard. I make a great price. No, I make a great. I make great plans. But no one that, listens. No one understands. Yeah, plans, not prints. Uh, <laughs> that's that's up there. <laughs> I like the Edge Damadred. His next plot will be to steal all ping pong balls and corner the market. That's what we're talking about. That's the kind of criminal mastermind we're dealing with in charge of this country. And the country. fat fuck is making money off of it. <laughs> And his kid's like 30 or something like that, so he's grown up in the internet age. I can't believe this fucker. Oh, next we go into a porn. Nobody in that entire country has gone, really? <laughs> really? You're in charge? No. Now we know why they're not allowed to have electricity or TVs. <laughs> now they find I out what this is going on. <laughs> now I put gay puppets on your PBS. I win. <laughs> it's a damn North Korean conspiracy. <laughs> Zana, oh, wow, I wonder how many Asian listeners the show has. <laughs> it's been an amazing show for them. <laughs> the answer, Chinese of course, is less. North Korean story. <laughs> if you're a communist or you're Asian, you hate us right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, God. Yeah. We're in the wrong business. Oh, I swear. Oh, it was fun, though. I enjoyed that. <laughs> they keep for the entertainment value. Yeah, they can't feed themselves, but I tell you, that guy's a wacky guy. You no, know, I'd really like to eat this month, but he's so damn funny. <laughs> it's like the, the entire country's being punked. It's a giant reality show with Kim Jong Il. Oh, you have been punked. <laughs> yeah, you can have your daughters back. They're slightly used. <laughs> <laughs> Time people. for the Facebook face-off. Mystic <laughs> uh, Mim has joined us in studio. Maybe she can uh, vote in on this. So how many uh, contestants do we have this week? Last I checked, we had it was a four-way dance tonight. Nice. Uh, let's see. Yes. Yes, we have two new challengers stepped to the plate. Let's see. Uh, hang on. i gotta, I got to cue up the music here. Oh, there, yep. I should have done that already. I forgot we actually have at least temporary music for this. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Oliveras is back and has not changed his picture, so he will still be competing as the white puppy. I kind of feel bad for him, too. but And, of course, the rapist is back yeah. for a second chance at glory. <laughs> Mr. Hennessy has busted out of the prison just for this Facebook face-off. So Ooh, let's... Uh, saber dance. It Here we go. Fits. All right. Anyway, so tonight's contestants, we have new Sakani, Eugene Wright, Marcus Polis, Kevin Hennessy and Homar Alvarez. Once so, again, fair warning, Kevin Hennessy does look like a criminal of some type, and we are assuming he is a rapist. Vote against him at your own risk. Sakani has a picture of uh, BGM. Sakani. Sakani. So I don't know, it looks like some kind of weird. It looks like he's about to battle rap. That's all I really yes. yeah, that's all so I've got. So I'm going to post all four of these here for IRC to view, and then we shall uh, start to rip them to shreds. Next, we have Marcus Polis, who's got a picture of Stewie Griffin as Darth Vader. That was a fun movie. I now, enjoyed that. I will tell you, uh, we've mentioned this again, that we are somewhat distrustful of people that... Don't post their own pictures. Yes, it makes us uh, worried. Next up, we have, of course, the uh, criminal who's facing 10 to 20 hard labor, Kevin Hennessy. Also known as White Sword TV. Also known as I Raped Your Sister. Yes. 
And, of course, Mr. Homer Alvarez, who has a picture of a pit bull puppy. Correct me if I'm wrong, but this is his fourth time. Yes, it is. One more, and he is out. Ladies and gentlemen, for the love of God, this so man is go. about to be rejected. Now, let's take a look at tonight's contestants to see which one of them sucks the least. Arlena Sakani is a courier at Facts Ground. Went to the University of Detroit Jesuit High School and Academy. It's cool that you went to Jesuit, but it's in Detroit, so I question it. His favorite team is, of course, the Detroit Lions, which I feel should be disqualified. He's from Detroit, but lives in North Palm Springs, California. So he went from a place with no money to a place with less money. Yeah. So from gangbangers to hippies. Fan of the Detroit Lions, who pointed out. Uh, let's see. Arts, entertainment, movies. He likes Disney Pixar, The Karate Kid, not the old one, but the new gay one, and the movie Inception. We need to go deeper. Television is red versus blue, and activities is World of Warcraft Cataclysm. He has no other hobbies other than that, proving he's probably a shut-in. Moving on. Next, we have Marcus Polis. Born on May the 21st, 1989. A little older. He has, let's see. He Music. likes Nice Peter, who... Uh, Nice Peter, who the hell has he done? Um, Epic Rap Battles of History, hasn't he? Some shit like that? Oh, that's cooler than I thought it was then. Let's. I think that's it. Let's see. I hate Glee, so that's bonus points for that. Well, you're also straight. a World of Warcraft player. Also his only other activity. So, I'm, the, I'm not going to lie. I feel like maybe these people create entirely new profiles just to avoid... You the, could, but they got a shitload of like friends and all that, so I I, I would go against that. Eh, Mr. Tough. Kevin Hennessy, uh, who is looking, uh, he's facing a, a murder rap right now. Welcome to, <laughs> so went to Glencoe High School, lives in Portland, Oregon. He's from Portland, Oregon. He His sports are Quidditch Yay. and the Irish National Quidditch. Yay. So it's bad enough it's a fake sport, but then you go to a national fake sport. Lex Tool. How ironic. Pink Floyd. Pink <laughs> <laughs> Gorillas. I'm not. I'm not going to question anything on that list except gorillas. Uh, zombie survival guide. Awesome book. Pick World it up War if Z. you haven't. It's Stephen coming. Stephen King and Dean Dean Koontz. So you lose points for those. Is a fan of horror movies. The Walking Dead, The Lost Room, Lost, We're Alive, The Zombie, and Star Trek. Also plays World of Warcraft, Cataclysm, and Minecraft. Now, let's Interest, see. Interest. Keith and the girl. All bikes. Audio. Oh, we did this. Bikes. Yes, we did. Audiobooks. So we've, books yeah, we're just recapping games. for everybody else. And, Ooh, and Urban Exploration. Ur- what the hell is Urban Exploration? Okay, i got to find out. It's like spelunking. Urban or- Exploration is the examination of the normally unseen and or often in parts of urban areas or industrial facilities, like the sewers. All right, so he's a sewer diver. Got it. And then there's Homar Alvarez, who went to Harlington, Harlingen High School. And still has not added any new info to his page. But just- he is male. Are we sure? I repeat, male. Well, that's what it claims. Uh, but it looks kind of like a bitch because he's got one in his photo. All right, so there you are, folks. The four, well, gentlemen or ladies who are running. Sakana Eugene Wright, Marcus Polis, Kevin Hennessy, and Homar Alvarez. Remember, Mr. Hennessy is a rapist, has been convicted of felonies, and explores sewers in his spare time, so be careful. One of these truly amazing examples of humanity's success will be one of the new Iron Friends. <laughs> so let the IRC vote... Now, Sakani, Homar, the rapist, or the dog guy. It's kind of hard to rip on it because he's got nothing else but the dog looks like mine. It's very sad. Hennessy, I don't want to get raped. All right, so one for Hennessy. Kevin Hennessy, because I'm a fucking scared. Okay, (laughs) that's two. Three for the rapist. One for Marcus. Hennessy does enjoy the heavier gentleman. Looks like he's going to end up on the old catch to catch a predator. 
Sakani, voting for yourself is gay. But expected. Well, yes. They have no friends. I mean, it's not. Rapist. Sakani, Sakani, the cave explorer. Rapist. Sakani, Sakani. <laughs> go, 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 rapist. Go, rapist. <laughs> Kevin, the rapist. rapist. All right, so it looks like Mr. Hennessy is in the lead. Kevin Hennessy. Rapist. He has a commanding lead at this your, point, I believe. Oh, he's got a commanding. Get your chastity belt. Grab the soap, folks. Looks like Mr. Hennessy's going to run away with this one. Sakani in a close second. Still no for Mr. Alvarez. Only one for Marcus. Mar yep. Sakani but Kevin next time. Let's see. Mr. Alvarez. Umamore showing a pity vote. Goes for Mr. Alvarez. And I That's very nice that of her. All right. So I think that Mr. Alvarez is going to win this one. So you know what? We got four. We can do a three-way dance. But oh. <clears throat> Think so? Maybe? Oh, yeah, definitely. All right. So Kevin Hennessy, congratulations. You make it in. Don't shoot us. <laughs> so uh, there you go. Your friend request has been accepted. So let's review. All right. So now we've got... Sakani, Marcus, Homar. Let's do it again. All right, votes now. So we got the dog guy. We got Stewie Griffin, who likes. Wait, what's this dude like again? Uh, he hates or whatever. Glee. He doesn't like anything. Yeah. Oh wait, show other pages. What else? We Let's got? see what he got. Smosh, total biscuit. Oh, he's a total, total biscuit. Halibut. Wait, wait, wait. OFG Kata, Leo, and Satan. What the fuck is this? Disqualified. You are an OMG fan. If you're tagged as OMG Cataclysm, you're disqualified. It's now a two-horse race. Sakani and Homar Alvarez. Marcus Polos has been denied, ladies and gentlemen. And another one bites the dust. A always unwise issue. Sakani versus the bitch guy. The rapper versus the dog. Go. Starting, I'm sorry, ready? Beefalo is admitting to being an OMFG Cata fan. Yeah, but he's already in, so and he's fat. So what are you gonna do? It's not a whole lot. I mean, God's already smacked him down. What else are we gonna do? <laughs> well, we can mock him and kick him while he's down. <laughs> I'm all for that. It's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> Begin. The Cave Explorer already got in, I think. Yes, right. Cave Explorer is also known all as right, Rapunzel's got one. Alvarez got one. So it's one to one. Ron Paul's crazy. Don't vote for him. Bitch guy. All right, so one is Sakani, one to Alvarez. Two for Sakani. Nope, Battle Rapper, I believe, is also Sakani. So that's three. Doggy, Doggy guy. guy. All right, three to three two. Three to two. Sakani, Sakani. Sakani. Uh, if Homer Alvarez bounce out Sakani, next week, Sakani. he is denied. Uh, actually, no, Pride is part of that, and it doesn't matter. It's OMG, so they were both part of it. Sakani. So, that's all matters. Sakani with the commanding lead right now. One for the dog. Sakani kicked the beef, the buffalo. I think meant the beefalo. Beefalo Brown stirring up trouble in IRC. Uh, it doesn't matter. Sarah goes. Pride is also part of that. And he is uh, she. So there you go. They can always change it. They don't. Not my problem. They're a bunch of douchebags. Fuck them. Why you people are attempting to argue with I, the I, God it's not King people, is beyond it's one me. person. So it looks like Sakani is running away with it. <laughs> Mr. Alvarez getting some support. Umamore trying to slip in a couple votes because she feels bad. Sakani looks like he's going to win this one, so he's going to rap battle his way into our hearts. And Sakani Eugene Wright is the winner of the second round of the Facebook face-off. Throw up some mad beats in celebration. <laughs> Dog, you made it. Poor Omar Alvarez now has no one to vote go against except himself next week. Unless we have another challenger step forward, Mr. Alvarez has a problem. If he is bounced out next week, he will not make it into the Iron Friends list. What do we got going on here? Uh, this makes me so happy. 
Uh, sorry, Farstrider said that's why she says she's not in the Air Force. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I feel like my friendship yeah. should be more of a competition. Like in normal life. I, I feel like that'd be more here. fun. We have people on here. I don't even know we're on here. Anywho, so there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That's been Facebook Face-Off. And wow, what a fun ride that was. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Uh, Biomed Alchemist, that is not pathetic. It shows good judgment. <laughs> so we'll see who signs up for the Facebook friends next week. Buffalo Brown is running a... Beefalo Brown is running a thing of, do you believe in aliens? Why some? Connor Hogan asks, inbox only, tell me something you've always wanted to say to me. It stays between us. Okay. Do you have anything you'd like to say to him? Yes. You're gay. I've never felt this way about a (laughs) tranny (laughs) before. But you kind of make me happy in a weird way that makes. That is impressive. I mean, you bag on people for their spelling, but good God. Listen, fuckwad. I got stuff <laughs> in my way. I'm trying to get to my keyboard. Excuses, excuses. Make me happy in a weird way that makes my pants. I like it. It's creepy without being over the line. walking that razor's edge between call the cops this guy's outside my door and get the shotgun and lock the door oh call me big boy I like it (laughs) that's what we should do that's another segment just reply to people's weird shit that would be yeah that'd be fun relaxing after a long trip back wonder what else I can hack on my nook on your nook you can hack on the nook? A nook is for women and midgets. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Any particular reason on the midgets, or are we just being insulting? Fuck them in there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Real then. men use a... What the hell else is there? A Kindle? As opposed to a nook? Yes. Yeah, uh, like an iPad? Uh, I mean, a Kindle. Sort- a... It's not really even a tablet. It's Kindle. There you go. I think. Right, who else we got? Adam Jones from uh, from Tool playing the Star Spangled Banner at SummerSlam. God damn it, I should have gone. So you want to see a fake musician at a fake sporting event. Gotcha. Disowned. And, ladies and gentlemen, we continue a tradition of <laughs> assholery and nonsense. Andrew Morris just took five seconds to download an MP3 off Amazon. Remember when it took five minutes to dial up? How old am I? Technology's great. Uh, here's that hot chick. We're trying to figure out how the hell she oh, ended up on our list. We didn't ever. We didn't ever no, that's what I'm talking about. We got people on our list. I don't even know how they got there. Send her a creepy wall message. That'll get her to respond. Oh, right. Again, <laughs> shotgun, cops. See? <laughs> Uh, what else we got? Uh, How do these people get on your list without you like knowing? Who, I mean, I have no like. I get the Facebook face off. There's face-off. like 300 I mean, people on here before we even started. You know, filtering it. Oh, uh, okay. Speak English. You live in the first world. Latin isn't spoken anymore. 
<laughs> I know it's not Latin. That's the point here. Racism and supremacism live, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. And here's one speaking Russian. Uh, how do you even get like a Cyrillic keyboard? I don't know. Or make that work. Time you say that, it makes me think of the Berlin Wall. Good God. <laughs> I'm going to stop now before we We're have no friends We're about to have left. like 20 less <laughs> friends on Income this thing. Income to hate mail. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why not kick oh, people on the list and then have Lord. them fight to get back in again? The Great Purge. We might do that if we run out of applicants. I, I, trust me, I believe we'll have plenty of people trying to get back in. So <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, one last thing I want to get to before we head out for the night because the show is pretty much done. Tomorrow... It's August 15th, 2011. On that day in history, in 1996, me and five of my buddies founded Clan Imperial Guard. So we will be turning, what, 15 years old, 16 years old now, and still growing strong. Now, next week, I was going to try and have a couple people come in here uh, that are still in the area from the clan. Uh, Carnadine, Desperado, obviously Highlander, uh, who was one of the founders. Desperado wasn't, but he is a member of the clan. A couple of the other guys, I'm having a hard time getting everybody's schedule together, so I don't know if I'll get them in here or not. I'm going to try. At any rate, um, it's something I do want to go into, kind of get sidetracked with more entertaining stuff. But we got to be one of the oldest gaming organizations out there, period. I can't imagine there's anybody out there who's had an unbroken uh, stream of gaming like that. And some of the guys are still around from back then. Fred says, I guess the Persians would suddenly become real then. Oh, I kind of like that idea. So, yeah, real purge list. <laughs> We've come to burn your house. I've been purged. <laughs> um, so there you go. So happy birthday to Imperial Guard. We'll probably go into a little more in depth once I have Highlander uh, here in studio because we can swap stories from way back when. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Why was I at a postgame? Mystic Bam, do you have anything to input since you're here? Go Guard. All right. Okay. So, Varyar, what we learned today? Chinese people are crazy, and Kim Jong-il is hilarious. <laughs> uh, we did not learn it, but we... Well, we learned it last week is that Blizzard still does not understand why people are so pissed off about Diablo 3. Which also makes me laugh. The fact that they're responding to the fact that people are unhappy with disbelief is hilarious to me. Uh, we learned that Google and Microsoft are fighting over the Novell patents. Now that we know what the hell they are. <laughs> we learned about Novell. Yeah, we learned about the Novell patents. Good point. <laughs> we actually cleared a lot of stuff. Oh, we learned that I'm doing a new show, kind of. Yes. They'll air three times a week. The vignette. <clears throat> the vignettes. In fact, Mr. Wim recorded them. I don't think you've actually heard the final um, the final thing. We'll play that for you here in a minute, dear. Because she got to record the uh, the little voiceover. She was ah. so happy to do it, too. Oh, she was just chopping. Oh, she couldn't wait. It was, it was fantastic. <laughs> she takes directions so well. The excitement on her face, it's, I wish you all Palpable. could see it. It's actually beautiful. Right. It yes. is. The joy. If there was a picture of inspiration and motivation in the dictionary, <laughs> truly it would be hers. I laughed. I cried. I went out and got a job. It was that impressive. Stop hitting me when I'm on the air. It's very unprofessional. It hurts. Yeah. Uh, Such a portrait of manliness as your emperor. Supposedly, I've got those Joe Tate clips. I'm going to play here after the show is off the air to see uh, how they came out. So that'd be kind of cool. Um, you can bridge a thousand foot gap with a crossbow and some rope. That's or true. Or actually, I'm sorry, not rope. 
fishing line. Even better. Apparently, there's more than five uh, fake Apple stores in China. There's 27 that they found so far. Jesus. Let's see. Um, next week, obviously, Highlander will not be with us. He'll be in the science fiction, the World Science Fiction Convention in Las Vegas. So we wish him well. Very Plus cool. Plus, the ass crack at dawn on Tuesday. So that, that should be sucks. fun. Next week, what time are we going to do the show, Wire? Uh, What's your schedule look like? Um, I can do Sunday. I, I honestly have no idea. Whenever, I'll make it work. All right, so we'll shoot for Sunday, tentatively speaking, for right now. Sure. Uh, I want to thank our sponsor, Audio Audible Books. Go get your Audio Audible Books from that website. <laughs> Boy, they are awesome. And what I, an amazing and professional plug. You've I'm got told at least re- 10 good new customers with that one. I'm told to recommend this very highly. <laughs> I don't use them, but you should, because you want to be literate. And, being... and they pay me. I want to thank uh, Nilla for being our show contributor and IRC bitch, as always. No wise for putting up our podcast for us when I get them edited, which should be easier now that I've got my program working again. And that should you know, last for probably all of, oh, I don't know, probably two weeks before it dies again. Let's see. I want to thank you for the, li- uh, the listeners for tuning in. If it wasn't for you, shut. Hey, I've been talking for three hours. Fuck <laughs> you, man. I'm going to trip up. I'm the emperor. I'm a professional radio host. <laughs> I get paid. <laughs> Well, I thank you, listeners, for tuning in. If it wasn't for you, I'd have to put up with him. <laughs> well, I thank Mystic Man for running interference upstairs. I'm so glad she came out. I wish she'd gotten on the microphone, though. No, she doesn't want to. No. Uh, da, 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 da. Don't forget, next Sunday we'll be back. Uh, sign up for the newsletter at ftwproductions.com uh, on the show tab. Emperor Scorch to the right. Look for the vignettes starting prop hopefully uh, Wednesday of next week once I get them recorded. I'll ask them why to put them up. One, it'll be one every other day. So it'll be Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Happy birthday to Clan Imperial Guard. Join us at ClanWinchy.net. We are rec- uh, recruiting for the World of Warcraft uh, clan on Coilfang. That's the U.S. server. Yes, if you are a European player, you will need the U.S. client in order to play over here. God help your ping. Let's see. Join us on Facebook, the Empress Court. It's not that easy, but you can join, or try to. And join us on Twitter, also Emperor's Court. I think that's everything. Varyar, anything I'm missing? No, I think you've covered most of it. Mystic Mim, anything I'm missing? <laughs> She's not the best color person in the uh, business, dear. <laughs> that's not fair. Don't do that. I'm do it again. Aww. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Bad manners are better than no manners at all. Hoorah! So long, everybody. One run on, let's see, one hit. That's all we got. One goddamn hit. I can't say goddamn on here. Don't worry, nobody's listening anyway.